Why are y'all talking about that? <laughs> yeah. Can't do that, cousin. <laughs> I'm still trying to have a job come Thursday. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and Monday. And the next the next Thursday. Yeah. And the next Monday, you feel me? We will be wiped out. Yeah, absolutely. Higher, higher ups are coming to get us. Yeah, bro. HR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy because we're HR. Oh, that's a good feeling to be HR mm-hmm. and payroll. <laughs> All of the above, bro. Oh my gosh. We're um But it's also sucks because we're customer service. I was just going to say, uh, we're, we're uh, diversity, inclusion, mm-hmm. <laughs> community outreach. Oh, my gosh. Marketing, Marketing sales. Right. Oh, brother. Sales. <laughs> bro. Sales. <laughs> uh, niggas got to do it. Oh, bro. Oh, my gosh. Imagine, yeah. imagine being the sales team. The sales team. They got to be the worst. Absolutely. <clears throat> so ups and downs. Why is it that when people go out for jobs, unless you've. Unless you're one of those like elephant skin kind of people, you just avoid the sales job. Uh, it's kind of like for me, I always avoided food. I never, I've never worked in food, and I never wanted to work in food just because um, I don't even want to say I was intimidated by it. I just didn't want to be like serving food and being around food all day. Like that shit just disturbed me. I had one food job that taught me food was not for me. I right. mean, like I worked in a drink job <laughs> after that, but yeah. that that wasn't That's food. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to work in food, mm-hmm. yeah, so. unless you have a passion for cooking, right. for being in the kitchen, for nurturing restaurants, uh, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, you don't. It's not you. Yeah, and it's the same. Just to answer your question, as far as like sales and retail, um, you know how that can get. But we've we've worked retail, obviously. So um, that shit is just. You got to deal with people's attitudes, emotions. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so much that come with that. So, I think it's the same thing comparing it to, like, food. In my case, like, I just didn't want to deal with that. People who are, like, doing retail and sales, I'm sure it's probably the same feeling. And on the other side of sales, I know that there's people that are 150% against, I'm not going to base my income off of selling something to you. Like, commission, yeah. Yeah, my commission or making sure I sell this well enough to mm-hmm. be able to keep my job. Yeah, no, I'd rather just uh, do what I need to do Thanks. and have the job set in stone. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it shouldn't require my quota. But, you know, some people, they kill sales. Mm-hmm. But that's why those sales things, they really make the most money. Facts, facts. Uh, but, you, but you work a lot, too. You got to be a killer with that yeah, shit. You got to put in the work. Um, but there's, there's a job for everybody out here, man. It's 8 billion people. Um, you know what I'm saying? Somebody gonna do the job. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gotta no disrespect, somebody gotta clean the bathroom. Somebody's gotta be a prostitute. Yeah, somebody gotta definitely be a prostitute. Oh, I didn't <laughs> I shouldn't have went there that early. Right. You, you should have I needed one more. Right. Like you should have said something, <laughs> right. like then like a regular one, right. then you go another one, right. and then I would have went prostitute. Because I wasn't ready. Damn it. Let's go again. Okay. Um, so somebody gotta clean bathrooms. You need a trash man. You do. You need uh fast food. Uh, you need a pl- a plumber. Plumber, you need a um, um, uh, a roof repairing guy. You need a porn star. <laughs> there we go. There you go. It sounded way better. Yeah, like ago. it fit a fit yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. better in sure. there. All right. Porn star, prostitutes. Absolutely. Yeah. Are we ready to get into this thing? Yes, sir. Let's do it, man. It's what one sixty four. Yeah. Yes, sir. <clears throat> one hundred plus eight times eight. There you go. Was that right? <laughs> Holy shit, that's the first time I've done math right. Yes, sir. I'm proud let's, of you. Let's do it. Yeah, this is going to be a great pot. 
episode 164 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Mike Jordan 23. I'm too straight for industry. Shorty know that we ain't got me, please. I've been guilty for your love and I plead. Take the stress out, this my link up. No, I'm hopping out, I ain't freezing up. I took all the L, still ain't giving up. For the gifts, I walk through hell and I ain't giving nothing. She said, hey to me. I say why one gotta keep it strong walking through my slum. Why don't they just let me be? I got that I only got myself. You not my kind. You, you are too cool. Come get what I need, then I'm through. I see you like me, I like you too. And I like the money, I know you do. Expedition, got a new stick, new clip for the tension. Make me angry, break the whole block if you mention it. People hating on me, and you act like you ain't seeing it. Then I let me find out you a friend of me. But I always said how your friend turn to enemy. Them niggas know I said what I said, they plan on enemy. Money, I always keep a nigga calm like it's can to me. Young nigga pull up and silent running like he's selling keys. Push start wireless keys. Ooh. Fly back and cost and short overseas. Tell her bring me back some Louis V and some bad clothes. Ooh. I pour up seven beside my drink and ain't no taste gone. Sure they got that chicken, she love gets her love gone. With a bowl, rock with this and then they get gone. <laughs> I can't get clone, no spin round. They gon' speak right, on man, let's get into this shit. Yes, sir. Episode 164 of the Rise and Grind Podcast. It's your boy Roderick in the building. Yes, sir. Jakari, we back in the building. Yes, man. It's Monday again. Yes, sir. How you feeling? Feeling good, bro. Um, I had a great week. Um, so just work. Um, all this week was good. A lot of work for the podcast, a lot of editing I had got done this week, a lot of shit I'm still working on, but uh, didn't have any system issues really this week, so that's good. Yeah, week before last was a trying week for oh the for the God. system side of the podcast. Yeah, really just the last the last couple of weeks of July was just uh, just a struggle within itself. You know, I came on the pod and told y'all about the week that I had at one point, it was just crazy, like every day it was something that was just piling on me, piling on me, but... Um, you know, I just had to, to look ahead, bro, look towards the future and just kind of get out of that, that mind state I was in. So I'm good. Uh, the weekend was good. I took a trip to Oklahoma. Um, today, when y'all hear the episode, obviously it's going to be the, uh, the next day, but today is my, uh, my, my brother birthday, you know, he passed away two years ago. So we went out to Oklahoma. Shout out. Yes, Shout sir. Out. Shout out. Yes, sir. T-Lax, rest in peace, T-Lax, man. But, um, Went out to his gravesite, put balloons and stuff, you know, on on the um, on his grave. Saw my people, kicked it back, uh, kicked with them, and then shit shot back. Um, and then I just had a great weekend, bro. Like everything was just good. So I'm I'm vibrating very high right now, bro. That sounds great, um, yes, sir. Last week for me, of course, was full of family. We celebrated the life of my granny. Yeah. Um, we uh, <clears throat> later the rest, things like that. But outside of that, it was another good week for work. Uh, we got great pods in. I think that we smashed both of those pods last week. Absolutely. Keep it 100. Yeah, bro. Um, those are some great ones. Yeah. It was a great week. I came to do the same type of shit. That's what we're here for, man. You know what I'm saying? At this point, um, even if you knew, you know what I'm saying? You should know how we come. Absolutely. Pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a great time to stop and thank our listenership. Sure. Everybody that's on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart. Wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, 
while you're listening make sure you hit that download button so you can listen to it while you're offline yep, yep. if you're on that bus you're on that train you don't want to go through any of those weird <laughs> spots you get a little blip that plane yeah then you, you wait for the next 20 30 minutes for us to say the the next thing right you know just go ahead and hit that yeah, download yeah. button and you gotta worry about it no no buffering absolutely yeah no fucking buffering None we don't that. do that nah bro just hit the download button bro. We, we don't buffer we're in the digital age <laughs> we don't buffer, buffer. <laughs> I don't do that. You're not under a rock, are you? What? Come on now. Guys, is that DHL? <laughs> or is that Wi-Fi, boy? <laughs> is that dial-up? Oh, my God. Is that 4G you're using Hell still? Nah. Facts, bro. We on to the bigger and better, man. Oh, yeah. I'm just playing. But uh, the the viewership, everybody's listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, TikTok. Whatever, uh, whatever it is, wherever it is that you're yep. viewing this on, make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can keep uh, keep updated with us, everything that's uh, going on. Absolutely. Turn on the, uh, the post notifications, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hit, that, Fuck it. hit that little bell at the bottom. Fuck it, bro. You know what I'm saying? We uh, we coming with the content heavily. Obviously, if you follow the social media pages, um, at Rods and Grind Pod. Um, on Twitter, it's just Rods Grind Pod. But if you type it in, you know, we, we, we post nigga, every week, every day. We post every day. And I'm glad you said that. And I usually don't step out of my character. <laughs> when it comes to Twitter. Yeah. Bitch, we coming for that handle. Just know we coming for that. Yeah. I, I don't know how many of these episodes you, you've seen or listened to. Yeah. Bitch, we coming for that handle. Yeah, yeah. We need that. Just for business purposes, you know. And I really don't. Usually, if you're nice enough. There's two things that work in life, mm-hmm. and I hate that the second thing has to go into force, right? Okay, talk to him. Um, the first thing is influence, right? Okay. Sometimes, like, you know, Martin Luther King talked very well. John F. John F. K. talked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Malcolm talked well. He was. They were able to sway people, move people to do things that they wanted to do. Okay. Um, influence usually works, but if influence does not work... <laughs> You got a strong arm, these things, <laughs> right? You got to then move to violence. I don't <laughs> want, yeah, and and we don't mean violence. La, like, la, la, la. It was some in certain instances, yeah. like uh, aggressiveness. Let me say, right? That. Yeah, I don't want to have the strong arm this handle. Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, it gets to a certain point where that's the only option. Legal people have to come in. That's a. And we just have to take, I don't want to have to, that's what I, I don't right. mean violence or anything. Right. I don't want to have to just step in and take it from you. Right. I know what you mean, bro. So everything that we just talked about earlier, as far as how we wear all the hats in this motherfucker, that's just extra work for us, bro. We have to show all the papers. We got to talk to people, for shake this hands. damn Twitter handle. I was going to pay you. Right, bro. Just a name that you're not, you're not even using the name. I was going to pay yeah, it's all it's all good, but now <laughs> now we got to be rude right. and just fucking take it. Now huh? we got to be some niggas. Oh my gosh! That's fine. Like, why do we just have to take it? Yeah, bro. Uh, you see, some things in life, you try and you try and you try to do it the right way, but some things in life, listeners, rise and grind, family, you just gotta take it if you want it. Got to, bro. If you want to be successful, sometimes if you want to reach higher levels in in your life, you gotta just take it. So, come and take it. Ain't that what they said back in the day? Yeah, and it might sound crazy. Yes, come and take it. That's exactly what they said. No, some of them still say it. it's on the back of all them damn cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll be, be seeing that shit, bro. Um, but 
some things you you just you got to take and i'm sorry that we're gonna have to take this and it sounds petty no. that we're, we're saying this much over a twitter handle but um if y'all knew the links that we had been going to to try to just nicely get this taken care of right bro like we're literally doing like when you say nice we're being super nice i'm being fucking I'm generous like hello how are you i'm not even that nice <laughs> in real life exactly like hello how are you comma greetings <laughs> right <laughs> i was wondering like what the fuck like man just let me have it we bro. saw that you have the like right if you see we have like huh but you but, know, look, but look now twitter gonna reach out to your ass yeah bro it's all good but uh <laughs> you know that's the way you gotta do it sometimes it's fucking said, crazy man we gonna take that fucking name yeah bro it's a business, man. Like we said at the end of the day, like it's it's bigger than us. Yeah, um, it's, it's bigger, bigger than, than, than it's bigger them. than you. Yeah, it's bigger than them. So, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, bro, we we gonna we gonna get what we want. Oh yeah, really? This is your last call. <laughs> like it's what we're doing right now. So but, I hope you listen. Yeah, I hope you're listening because yeah. we're gonna take that shit. <laughs> And Twitter's gonna notify you that like, you're changing your fucking name. Yeah, you're gonna log in, your shit gonna be gone. <laughs> bro, imagine like that's that shit really happens though for people Hell like yeah. famous people who really had to like, you know, pay or do whatever they had to do to do to get their handles. Uh, and it sucks that it has to go that way. Yeah, but the person that originally had it, you just wake up one day and your handle has changed and there's nothing you could do about it. Fuck I got, it. I got the papers, man. And the thing about it is the legality of the business is why you can't fight it. Yeah. That's why you got to go to business route sometimes. Like, and we should really, um, I mean, this situation is subtle. This is, this is minute. So we don't have to approach this the business way. Of course, our hand is being forced. But in anything else, you should always try to approach it the business way, the ethical way. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just can't, bro. Sometimes it's easier to just have a conversation and say, hey, can we just work this out? You know, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you have to put your foot down, though, and, and show a nigga, like, who you really are. This is the type of stuff that turns the cool teacher into the mean teacher when you didn't listen to them. This is what turns <laughs> the nice businessman into the shrewd businessman. Because now, any other business that me and you or you on your own or I on my own were to start, I'm immediately moving to have everybody on social media with those. Like, I'm not asking anybody ever yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. Like, immediately, I'm going to have all those handles fucking taken. Yep. Just. We already know the game. So Cause, Yeah, because yeah. Cause look, because niggas don't want to be nice. Right. And when you was nice first. So now when I start Ron's Burgers, <laughs> <laughs> all you niggas better get the fuck off Instagram. <laughs> Nah, I'm just playing, man. Ron's Burgers, bro. That's hilarious. Roderick's French Fries. Yeah, bro. I'm fucking with it. Y'all niggas better get the fuck off Twitter with that, yeah. man. Wreck it, Roderick. Oh, my God. No, I can't get that. No. <laughs> Too much money. D Disney got Disney that. Pixar. Oh, yeah, my got that. God. We don't want no smoke with them. Oh, my God. I don't want no smoke with them. Who's ABC. Uh, they are a conglomerate. Oh, God. <laughs> Who else is um, with them? Ain't, ain't like the movie. What is Disney. it? Disney. ESPN, yeah, ESPN, uh, Hulu. Is it Par? What am I thinking? It's like, what's the shit that come on before the movies? Is that Par Paramount? Are they with them as well? Paramount or Paramount? I'm sorry. Um, no, Paramount Plus has their own. Or it's somebody else that's MGM? with them, or maybe I don't know. I may one be of you wrong. big ass conglomerates, Viacom, right, some yeah. shit like that. Right. 
I may be wrong, bro, but scary enough to where I'm not gonna copy your name. Nah, facts, facts. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> not too. open domain with you guys. Nah. Speaking of, have you seen that Winnie the Pooh movie that's coming out? Was, mm, I think so. It's think. open domain on Winnie the Pooh, so anybody can basically do anything as long as they get like simple clearance from it. There's oh, yeah, a Winnie yeah, yeah. the Pooh horror movie coming out. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. I did see that. I saw it in previews. Okay. Yeah, shit, shit is weird these days. Uh, like I said before, like they they trying to rewrite history. Sometimes you shouldn't like like Winnie the Pooh shouldn't be touched. You're not going to see the Winnie the Pooh like horror thriller movie? horror. I don't want to see Winnie the Pooh that like nigga Chucky might, the dog. That, that shit's crazy. Might get scary. Winnie the Pooh. This nigga's wearing a crop top <laughs> with a knife in his hand. You never had sex Winnie the Pooh style? What is that? Nothing but the t-shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was a, a move. <laughs> if you if you yeah. think about yourself in your head and look at you, like, just like look at yourself, I look wild <laughs> right, <laughs> right now like in my dis- head. Ain't like, it like disgusting to think about? Oh my God. <laughs> it's embarrassing to look at myself right now. <laughs> With just a t-shirt on, yeah. thinking I'm going hammer. You right. can't. You can't actually be going hammer with just a t-shirt on. Yeah, bro. It's like you know when you uh you ever had like a mirror close by. You ever seen yourself? <laughs> no. Have you ever taped this? Have you ever filmed a sex tape of yourself and played it back? And you thought you were gonna be watching porn? Boy. Oh no, you're not, sir. <laughs> nah, yeah, porn stars are like. They're, they're, they're different, bro. Yeah, that them niggas is men and women. They are completely like different beasts, fam. Like I can't compare. I don't even try. When you when you first started out, when you young and you first start having sex, you think you're a porn star. No, you just you, your body's just moving so fast that you think you are. You think you're a porn star, but when you really get some, you know, some bodies on you, is that bad to say? When you get some bodies under your belt, no, it's not bad. Everybody, right? Like when you get old enough, you get some bodies okay, on your yeah. belt. When you get older, you get more mature. You understand, you know how everything works and how everything goes. Then you start to realize, like, oh yeah, I'm not having sex like them. Yeah, well, I, I'm. I ain't gonna lie. I'm. I'm. I'm right next to him. <laughs> But uh, I ain't no porn star, bro. I ain't even gonna cap with you. Well, I told you like why I feel like I might be in that realm because from 18 <laughs> to maybe 22, yeah, something like that. I thought that sex was porn, mm-hmm. I had been tainted by porn from a child, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> and that's another deep dark story I'll get into one day, right? But, um I've been tainted by that, so I thought that sex was porn, and that's what it was supposed to be made of. Right. So, like, I didn't know that sex wasn't nonstop. Like, <laughs> like, take a break, cousin. Like pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah. Like, get out of there. One nonstop time. hardcore. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought that it was just supposed to be fast paced. Yeah. Like, and that's understand. That's why I was saying, like, at a young age. You may or may not have fully picked that up from porn. Obviously, oh yeah, I definitely picked that up from porn. But obviously, at the same time, we're young, we and that's have, how you're trying to do it when right. you're young. You're young, you're so much energy. Make a point, yeah. We got more stamina, um, and when you're trying to make a point, you know what I'm saying. Especially if it's one of your first times, like I said, when you're young. But as you get older, bro, like you realize, like mm, it's more to it than just let me just go crazy right here and there. Like, no, it's way more to it. And that was my problem. Y'all were telling me even Mm -hmm. when I was young because like we lived in close quarters, guys. And they were like, yo, you got to stop like having (laughs) like hardcore, like pounding sex. Like you have to start like 
actually making like love to what? women yeah. and i'm sitting there telling these guys like this is Kari and jones back then i'm telling them i'm like uh nah like did you hear her though <laughs> like i don't think i need to do nah, anything thanks. different so i was thanks. doing the same thing for like four years straight yep. uh to the point where somebody was like no you might need to slow down yeah like take it slow right but nah man that's just something that comes with age just like everything else but um but yeah that's that's something um like you said just like bro just just think about it um take your time and really so this is me i'm gonna just say like as i got older what i really started understanding is like um this is a journey that we're both on you know what i'm saying and like i want you to feel whatever sensation that you want to feel so if that's you getting you know getting getting you off like as a man as a nigga we gonna always get our shit off we gonna always bust our nut false nine times out of ten majority not not even nine times out of ten but majority of the time we're gonna get our shit off see like yeah majority majority of the time because i do like I, I do want like some of y'all to stop flattering yourselves like y'all make this man nut every time right, because right, you right. don't. The same way some of y'all fake that shit, right. we don't nut every time. We've Go had, on. Y'all was going to say, we've had a conversation about that on the pod, <laughs> which is crazy. Um, damn, where was I going? Fuck. Oh, fuck, sorry. Damn, damn, damn. Um, 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 majority of the time, like I was saying, majority of the time, um, we are the ones that are gonna get ours you know what i'm saying like as a man like majority of the time bro you gonna get off sometimes the women may not get off so i i think as i got older i just tried to like understand the women's body and her perspective her aspect of it as well not just a hundred percent i just think back then i was more selfish like all i cared about was me how i felt boom 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 and if you have a good feeling i mean shit it, then it just happened see now that's where i've always been different like <clears throat> even if fast pace was what i was doing when i was younger whether it was foreplay or it was during sex too like let's keep, let's stop the cap um i i've always been like them first it's mm-hmm. got to be the the women like I, I pleasure first like i'm not even saying that that sound like it sounds corny because now it sounds like i'm saying that just to sound good on the mic no, no, no. but like that's always how i've been like if if it look like some shit hurt, like I don't even want to do it no more. Like anything this that doesn't look like this an amazing time right yeah. now, like it's gonna take me out of my head. Right. So like it only works for me if it's working for you. Facts. So yeah. Bro, how much would you say before, cause we can get out of here in a minute, but um how much percentage would you say sex is just mental? One hundred. I was gonna say maybe one hundred, bro. Like I didn't want to say that because you know you've never you've never nutted with another girl in your brain. <laughs> yes, it's mental. <laughs> you could be inside of something, yeah. close your eyes and think about, about somebody else. else. Absolutely, it is one hundred and fifty percent mental. Like the same way I said, like if she's not into it, I can't be into it. It's all in your head. The same like the same way sometimes you get up. Sometimes you might not get up. Facts. It's in your head. Okay. Unless you have something in your system that's not allowing that's you to get bottom. up. Yeah. You're like too much alcohol, too much this drug, yeah, that yeah. drug, something like that. For sure. But other than that, 
sex is 150% mental. Yeah, bro, I'm going to have to agree with you. Like I said, I didn't want to say just fully 100% because, you know, there's other aspects that go into it, like you said. Um, but definitely high on that range. Like, yeah, mental is, it's damn near all mental. Like you said, bro, like from, from start to finish, like I don't see anything really even like becoming close to mental. I can't even speak for women, but on one part, the same way with like we've heard women say they don't get off because sometimes it just ain't that kind of night yeah. for them. Facts. It's mental. Facts. Okay. Like it makes sense. And like I've never heard somebody say like, "Hey, down there it just ain't hitting." Like, nah, nah yeah, you just ain't mental. doing it for me tonight. Nah, like, nah. it's mental. Yeah, it's never like oh, you're not doing it down there. Don't, don't yeah. play with me. <laughs> <laughs> don't play ba- with me. Maybe it was that same dick I gave you last night. <laughs> I was going to say, don't play with me now. No, I'm just God playing. damn it. Uh, but yeah, I think damn near 100% yeah, of sex sure. is mental. Yeah, I agree with you, bro. The, think about it. Like, the shit that you like by the eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, Four yeah, play, like. Like, everything. <clears throat> the whole experience. From, yeah. from even, um, say if it's like a date night. You know what I'm saying? Like everything from the vibe, the vibe, like like you said, maybe the food, the drinks, your kink, your fantasy, right? Like it's Clothes, all mental. Yes, toys, like everything. Like you know what I'm saying? Everything goes into that. So yeah, I, I agree with you, bro. I definitely agree with that. So really, y'all could just be having sex with a blob of nothing and still enjoy it. Yeah, that's why niggas be buying uh, sex dolls and shit. That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said they can get it however they want. I uh, okay. I meant right. more like yeah, my fault. Like Honey Boo Boo's mom. Ah, uh, that's that's like any type. That's what I was going Got towards. You. Got was, you, Miss Mallow. <laughs> For you sure, Miss Mallow. Uh, I think I do. Get the fucking shit. <laughs> nah, you remember Miss Mallow? Who's Miss Mallow? From school when we was growing up. When, bro? Third grade. Mallow. What teach? What did she teach? I don't fucking know. She taught Miss, everything Miss when we were in third grade. We didn't skip. We didn't. We didn't go to different classes in third grade. But I didn't have her as my homeroom. She wasn't my homeroom. She wasn't mine either. Miss Standridge, uh, or no wait, you were in Miss Standridge's mm-hmm. class. I was in Miss Carroll's class. I was in Miss Kaysen. It was Miss Kaysen, Miss Carroll, Miss Standridge, and Miss Mallow. Miss Mallow, bro. I don't know. Everybody called her Miss Marshmallow. Marshmallow. She was. Never mind. She's what? <laughs> she was fine. No, 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 okay. no, no, sir. Nah, yeah, I'm gonna have to pull up a yearbook or something, bro. Like I can't, I really can't even remember Miss Mallow. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, getting out of that, <laughs> moving on. Um, we were having a, a conversation in pre-production about Uvu, Skype. Oh my goodness! And now we are in the world, the age of Zoom. I hope you little niggas are not getting pussy on Zoom these days. I get on Zoom in the morning and conduct real life money moves. Oh God, bro. Business. We have business meetings on Zoom, boy. Um, and to think that yes, this time ten years ago, I was trying to get uh my girlfriend to lift her shirt up on Uvu, oh, <laughs> and she was trying to see my package. That's what it was called when we were thirteen. My package. My package. I was like, oh, no, I didn't, you, can't, you can't see it. Why you going to see that? Oh, my, oh my gosh. Mm, like, I'm embarrassed. Dirty. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That was before, like, I knew what mine was. Like, I didn't, at 13, you don't know what uh, what size your dick is supposed to be. Nah, so, like, nah. you can't just go showing it. Facts. <laughs> Facts. What, if, what if it's little and you have no idea it is? Sheesh. 
It's a heartbreaker. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't. They they wouldn't they wouldn't get that to about nah, fifteen. Never that. Never that. But uh, no, nah, bro. So um, you know, when we were growing up, middle school for sure. Um, Uvu was the thing. Like you said, Uvu, bro. We was on there with with our bros, of course. But I met a lot of women, mm-hmm. girls at the time, women now on Uvu. We did Skype for maybe a couple of months. Yeah, a little bit. And like, I, I feel like. Skype in maybe a 2011 range was like a January to February thing <laughs> from March and that every every point on in in 2011 Uvu hit us crazy. Yeah. It was also the interface though because Skype was more for business, kind of like mm-hmm. how Zoom is now. Uvu was for us. It was you know more it was more um like you said Skype is for business. This was yeah. more for the average consumer yeah, to yeah. just get on and see their friends. This was FaceTime, this was FaceTime. before yeah. FaceTime was FaceTime. Right. And if you had the right phone, you could get Uvu on your phone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, we had an early FaceTime back then. Yeah, for sure, bro. But I still got, um, man, it's crazy that I'm even saying this. I still got old Uvu pictures. I don't. I wish I'd still had those. I don't have them anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna pull them, bro. I still got some. Uh, like you said, I met a lot of women on there. Yeah, bro, we met a lot of girls at that time on Uvu. Like, I, and I just remember, like, you know, hey, shout out John. Why did John have so many fucking John, John? John, bro, please. I hope you listen, John. <laughs> John, why did you have so many? Like, you wouldn't even like that. I was gonna say, bro. Like, you really wouldn't like that at that age, bro. I was just playing, nah, man. Nah, bro. shout out John. Like, nah, he. Man. There's no way John should have had that many like that. John had them, boy. It's because of where he grew up, bro. Yeah, like, Arlington was just different, bro. Arlington for the shorties, like it was popping back then. Always though, even like when we was young, like in the early 2000s, we was still in elementary, bro. The high, the people that were in high school at that time, in the Arlington era. Oh my God, bro! Just beautiful women, mm-hmm. beautiful. But yeah, even like we said, us coming up middle school, I'm like, bro, who are these girls that you keep bringing on here? Because I've never seen them before. And by, then, the, by the boatload, by, though, by like he like load, it was man. like every weekend he so had three more women. And then shit, I'm hopping on. I'm getting cool with them. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get their mind. Now I got your number. <laughs> right. Like some now of these girls, you. some of these girls, like I still connect with to this day. Yeah. Still like, not like that. Of course, like, but I still have you followed on Facebook. I still have you on Instagram. Like, same, same, which is crazy. Like, we met on Uvu in 2010, 11. Shit is wild. Um, But yeah, like we said, I I hope you you new niggas today, you little kids. I hope they're not using Zoom to get your nut off. That's funny because uh, if if the night got late enough. Like we did break out of that group Zoom or a group uh yeah. group Uvu. We did go to the one on one. It was one on ones. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Need like, that action. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, man. I need that action. That was that was the original. Like we have memes and TikToks mm-hmm. and like um what were those vines that now people can make fun of girls getting mad mm-hmm. at you staying on the game too long. Yeah. Uvu was the original. Why the hell are you still on that game? Oh, right. baby, I'm not getting off this. Right. Me and my niggas is on this Xbox say, right now. We on this bitch all night. We on this 360. <laughs> like, I'm going to get off the phone with you before I get right. off the phone with these niggas, right. baby. Right. 
Facts. And these the dogs, shorty. I was gonna say as crazy as that sounds. It doesn't um, sound crazy for a thirteen to fourteen yeah, year old. Absolutely not, because yeah, nigga, I'm on the game. Uh, yeah, and for niggas that had never had sex, I love this game way more than you and everything you have to offer. Like, Facts. I don't know what you have to offer Facts. right now. So yeah, I hadn't had my first piece yet, so I didn't know. Think, think about us choosing video games. <laughs> At 13, though. <laughs> no, nah, but, like, you could tell when niggas first, like, when niggas started having sex, because, like, they got off that game quick. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Shit started, uh, niggas was nowhere to be found. At the home, Kid Kari's been offline for, <laughs> for two weeks. I'm like, God damn, what happened to the homies, man? Where's the crew These at? guys are having sex. Oh, God, nigga, I'm trying to run a crew game. Nigga, where is y'all at? <laughs> with, no, with no damn crew. <laughs> Niggas was with the crew outside. Facts, bro. Facts. That's funny. That's hilarious, man. <clears throat> Shout out to Uvu days. Absolutely, bro. That shit really taught us a lot. Uh, we really... It didn't teach us anything, Corey. What you mean? It taught us about sex. Of course. That was sex it. Ooh, you're right. Because yeah. we didn't get that in school. Absolutely you actually not. might be on... You on some. Yeah, that was sex it. You know they integrated sex ed now? No. Until like elementary? No, no, no. Like junior high, high school, like... They have really? that class like they didn't have it at our school when we even when we graduated high school. They have that there now. You remember what they did for us in elementary? That little class that we all went into where they gave us condoms in the fifth and, grade. And fucking deodorant. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to have sex in the fifth grade. Right. But and I'm already wearing deodorant. I don't, I don't even like this deodorant. And the thing is, like the next year they gave us a Bible. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? This they, is backwards, guys. And they had us watch to the video. I remember that. Like just talking about sex and everything. Do you remember like every year the the Saturday morning specials we used to have to watch in school? I'm like, tell tell a trusted adult if Uncle James. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, was it always? This is not my first Uncle time James. saying this on the pod. Yeah. Why was it always the fucking uncle, man? Like, cause I got oh, nephews no. now, and I'm they're gonna they're gonna hate me after they come home. They're like, I don't want to hang with you. Nah. I saw what happened on the Saturday school special. Right. Like it's nah, not yeah. it's not just the uncles. Like it's, it's not yeah. all uncles. Uncles out here getting a bad rep, man. That's crazy for for sure. When it shouldn't even be the case, because really just niggas be sick. You could be a, a uncle, brother, granddaddy, father. It don't matter. Like niggas just be sick in the head. Um. Nothing. <laughs> because I was gonna move on to something more of age. Like, because I was going to bring in something that I had watched over the weekend because I definitely saw Precious over this weekend. What the fuck? Yeah, but like, what? this was going to be a bad time to make my Precious okay. joke. Right, but we can move on. Why are you watching Precious? Why would you watch it, Precious? I, I really want to know. Because Gabby Cinebe was in another movie that I saw over the weekend. Got you. And I was like, Damn. she's lost a lot of weight. <laughs> Let me go watch Precious. Okay. And yeah, incredible performance by Monique. Uh, l- let me start there. Um, <laughs> Fucking insane performance. Phenomenal, bro. phenomenal. Like, but um, top notch, bro. This shit. But yeah, my joke was gonna rest in there, but okay. that's a that's a terrible joke. Gotcha. Yeah, we'll just bring it up later. Off mic. Yeah, don't even trip. Off mic. Don't even trip, man. But yeah, once again, shout out to you, you niggas uh, on Zoom, man. Shout out you Uvu niggas, you Zoom niggas, um, Skype, all that. If your teenagers making connections on Zoom, that's kind of crazy because mm-hmm. they have group FaceTime these days. Yeah, that's why I was gonna <laughs> say like Zoom should just be left for business. And on top of that, you gotta pay for Zoom. I know we don't know that because like you oh, know we only use it because use our it employers work. are paying for it right. already. But like if you if you don't have an account, you only get like thirty minutes free. You gotta keep like ending the meeting and creating a new one. 
So you niggas only got 30 really? minutes. Really? Yeah. You know, unlike that Uvu, nigga, we going all night. Yeah, no bro. cap. Does Uvu not exist anymore? Uh, probably not. I doubt it. They probably got bought out by Zoom or something. Yeah. Like Zoom or like a... Skype probably bought that shit. Yeah, probably. If if Skype was smart, they would have been bought that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but like you said, man, just stick to the FaceTime. Lovely days. era. Absolutely. All right, man, we can go ahead and move on. Are we ready to get into what we came here for? Yes, sir. Let's dive into the music, man. Let's do it. Okay. Um, Let's continue on with the Beyonce talk from Renaissance dropping last week. Okay. We talked whether she was going to do somewhere between, I think, 275 and 315. Mm-hmm. She cracked that. Um, you said she was going to crack that. Yeah, I did. Um, what did she end up doing? Beyonce did 336,000 in the first week. 336. Okay. Hats, yeah, hats fucking off to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That's that's a huge release. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I, I figured she would probably blow through those projections. It's Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We always just want to shoot for the stars when it comes to her. But uh, yeah, this is, this is good. I'm, I'm glad that she cracked over three and did, you know, more than the projections. Um, but still, just with, with music and, and where things are going, um, this is not low, but it's low. You know what I'm saying? It's very low. Yeah, it's not, but not it for is. Not for Beyonce. Like, yeah. let's say that. Like, no, this not, is not, not low. The, this has nothing to do with her yeah. and her sales. We're talking about the state of music. Right. As a whole. So, yeah. So, as the entire genre of music, um, this is not low. Because niggas would die to do 300K in the first week. But for Beyonce, you could say this is low. You know what I'm saying? Beyonce should be probably doing at least four, 500,000. But No, I Beyonce think, should be doing six, seven, yeah, eight, nine. Saying, man, especially but, after six years. Facts. Um, and this has nothing to do with Beyonce, like I said. But mm-hmm. there's yeah. something. I don't. Yeah, bro. I know we, we talk about it every week. I don't know what it is yet. That's why I'm glad we keep talking about it. But I'm not. I don't know why the numbers are going down so much. I have no idea. Like I can't put my thumb on it. I'm trying. I be looking up. And I'm like, are niggas just not listening to the music? Is it too much music? Are we oversaturated? Is it because we're moving to a different sound? Like I don't know what's going on. I think it might be because we're moving to a different sound. <clears throat> and we just in like a bad period right now. Fans are fickle. Number one. Number two, we already knew we're sitting at the number one spot. That has to come down someday. Mm-hmm. Three, hip-hop has a core fan base. I don't have to say what color, nationality, um, or whatever that is, but you know what the fuck it is without even having to say it. Right. So one day, when everybody who's not a part of that core fan base leaves, we're going to be left with what where hip hop was before plus the like some of the growth from mm-hmm. it gotcha makes sense and we you're going to start to see that yeah <clears throat> i think we're starting to see that because whatever people want to move on to next they're going to mm-hmm. and you know it's happening yeah i can agree with you but i just think like we like you said we're just kind of in a um just in a space right now where everybody's trying to figure out i think even the artists are trying to figure out What's the best way to drop my music? Because even Beyonce, I told you, the two previous albums, um, well, Lemonade for sure. I'm not sure about the one before that, but Lemonade was a surprise drop. Beyonce was definitely a surprise okay. drop, too. That was, that was her one. first surprise right. drop. Got you, got you. Okay. But 
we move on and when she does renaissance she doesn't do the surprise now she gives us you know a whole rollout you know what i'm saying so i think the artists are still trying to figure out what's best as well bro you know what i'm saying look at drake drake giving us a whole different album you know what i'm saying niggas teasing music you want me to be real what's up the labels asked for these albums the labels did the labels and whoever is pushing the dance or whatever asked for this album from beyonce and they asked from this album for drake okay or they asked for this album from drake sorry i messed my my sentence up (laughs) but this honestly to me wasn't something that i feel like was beyonce's bread and butter like i'm worried about putting this out like dropping this on everybody as a surprise because i've been holding it and honing in on this work forever Mm -hmm. this is i don't think it was that i think beyonce put the same amount of oomph in this as drake put into honestly never mind a dance album to change the game and to take us somewhere else moving forward like i I just don't think she gave that much a fuck about this. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see. I still think, um, and I know that's not what you're saying, but it doesn't take away from the album, the performance, the the work that she put in. So, yeah, she may have had, like, a different approach this time around, but the work. No, oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's still amazing. A+. It's still, it's still A+. And it's, like, the top, the tip of the top. Like, nobody, as far as just, like, the overall production, the transitions, the mixing, the producers, the, the features, like... It's the best of the best. You know what I mean? Like, people are not making music like this. And they should. I get frustrated when people don't put time into their work, bro. I'm just like, God damn. So we think she's been working on this for a long time? Yeah. I definitely think she she put some time into this, bro. Maybe not six years, no. But she definitely put like a year or two into this. Yeah, I'll say you. For sure. I was going to say, Easy. I was like, yeah, I don't think we had any idea this is where we were going to be headed with this sick directly out. after Lemonade. I think after Lemonade, she probably didn't even work on music for like two years. You think so? So you coming off of, okay, she toured, but you coming off of- The Carters dropped, what, 2018? 2018. But you're coming off of all of the backlash that was received from Lemonade, just from the stories and everything that happened with, with their relationship. And then she had more children- after that jay drops the next year jay drop like i i don't think she was even working on music until maybe like 2019 2020 for this album for this album that's my opinion i'll say 2021 2019 18 19 she was doing that lion king shit you're right and then she had homecoming Homecoming. okay so this album happened last year gotcha how fa- how fast did Drake do his shit? I think Drake did his shit in like a week. Drake wrapped that <laughs> like three okay. weeks. Okay, I was gonna say somewhere between I was, six weeks tops. Six weeks. Okay, that's a good number because he definitely didn't spend a year on this, guys. Keep it a hundred. If you think about how fast Drake and Future laid down, what a time to be alive. If you can remember that, it's like a week, nigga. He probably and he didn't even put in effort on these lyrics. On honestly, never mind. Yeah, he probably laid that shit down in three, four days. That's why I think it was more time, just because of the production, the beats. Yeah, I was gonna say track selection Absolutely. probably took a lot more time. Absolutely yes, for this, but coming in, laying down your vocals. Yeah, that was easy. Oh my, that kill me slowly so with those eyes. You ready, Drake? Go. Say, 
<laughs> That's all he had to do. <laughs> you know how sticky it gets. <laughs> she want me to play with that cat. But the, she love how I'm making it wet. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about it is when you put in that much work for a company or for Universal or for um, cash money or for young money, and I've been just going nonstop, nonstop, tour, album, tour, album, mixtape, tour, mm. album, this, that. I put on this rapper over here. This label asked me to put on these three young niggas called Migos. I'm going to put them the fuck on. Y'all asked me to put on this little nigga named Kodak. I'm going to put them on. You asked me to put on this guy, anybody that I'm, I'm just doing it. You've afforded me, like I've afforded myself the the luxury sure, of yeah. dropping poop diddy, scoop diddy. <laughs> And whatever and, the fuck I want, yeah. and just going off with it. Of course, right. I know that wasn't him, but I'm saying like dropping whatever. Yeah, you know how sticky it gets, and doing a mill. Mm-hmm. Give it to me, nigga. So yeah, I'm not not mad at that. Yeah, definitely not. But we can move back out of Drake back onto Beyonce because there was a a sticky conversation that me, you, and a uh, hobby had about some things that Khalees did or uh, some backlash mm-hmm. some controversy over Beyonce using some Khalees references in this uh in this album yeah so I'm I'm glad because we waited this actually happened as soon as the album came out yeah and we uh, knew about it then during the leak actually is when it really first jumped off but yes Khalees was upset the song energy uh Beyonce song energy it's actually one of my favorite songs on yeah. the album that song samples milkshake Khalees you know famous milkshake bring all the boys to the yard um. Now, Khalees, that's her song. Obviously, we all know that. Yeah, but, give let's give backstory on Khalees. Right. That's her song, but um, she doesn't. All the boys to the yard. She doesn't own anything within that song. She, and this is this was a big thing a few years ago when Khalees finally came out about like Nas info, music industry info. She let mm-hmm. everybody know that she never had been paid correctly for. The, the hit song Milkshake like, that ever, was a hit ever yeah so Neptunes actually produced the song Pharrell and them um, they own the song or like their their publishing company owns the song so Khalees does not own Milkshake right she's not the you would have to be the songwriter or the producer to be able to receive some sort of credit right. from the song outside of just performing it mm-hmm. so the moment she stopped performing My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard is the moment she stopped making dollars from My Milkshake or the song Milkshake. Right. So the producers and songwriters are the ones that continue to make royalties from the song. She doesn't get paid. Right. From this from this point on, like leading up until this point. So And that's all the songs on her. That, that that's basically her, her entire catalog. catalog. Yeah. yeah, so within so when she heard the leak, um, then she heard this song. Then she gets on IG and she makes a video. Khalees makes a video. Angry. Angry, calling out Beyonce, saying she's this, calling her just out her name. You know what I'm saying? Just calling her really a bad A thief, names. basically. Yeah. Basically calling her a thief. But really, she was just upset because she said that Beyonce didn't contact her and let her know that she was going to be sampling this song. So I want to start here with her being upset that she didn't get a personal contact from Beyonce. And before you start... Listeners, viewers, don't look at Kari like an asshole (laughs) because I know you guys have a consumer view on things. The way Kari is going to respond is the way someone from the music industry business side is going to respond to you 
every single time. And right. it might hurt to hear, right. but it's life. It's, it's the name of the game, bro. So when it comes to artists pulling and clearing samples, you do not, if, if the person, the original songwriter or performer doesn't own that song, in this case, Khalees doesn't own Milkshake. Yeah, she's not the producer. When Beyonce goes to clear, first off, let me just say Beyonce is not the sole person who is doing the clearing. So let me just say that. But I'm just going to say Beyonce. Thank you for saying that. Beyonce. Her people, whoever the fuck. Went through her label, her publishing company, and then they went through the publishing company or the producers of the song Milkshake. And they got all the papers right and got the song cleared. This is Beyonce we're talking about. You don't think Beyonce got her shit cleared the right way? Beyonce didn't go have dinner with Pharrell and and the Neptunes. And we're like, hey, I would like this song. Sign here, please. All they did was send an invoice. That's not how it worked yet. (laughs) Beyonce's, I don't know the name of her record label, things uh, like that. Parkwood. Parkwood. Um, They reach out to whoever's management is the Neptunes management or whoever's in control of that side or whoever has release over that track mm-hmm. they're going to correspond with each other there's going to be a payment price or whatever this is or if it's off the strength it would be off the strength it could have been we don't know um but once she receives that clearance she's free to do whatever it is she needs to do with the sample that they cleared right and she does not have to let you know or ask for your permission it's already been cleared there's nothing else Beyonce has to do from that point moving forward. So Khalees being upset, saying that Beyonce is a thief, saying that she wasn't contacted, saying that she didn't know anything about this. Like, this is how it goes for everybody when you don't own your music. Absolutely. So I was I was just confused about that, bro. She, um, she did not have to consult with Khalees at, at all. all. I know, Khalees, it's technically Milkshake by Khalees. It's sung by Khalees, performed by Khalees. It's fucked up. Yes, but she didn't sing. I mean, she didn't write the song nor produce it. Right. And she has no ownership rights. So when Beyonce reached out, she didn't have Mm -hmm. to contact her at all. So when you just hear your references, your samples out there, she couldn't do shit. So, yeah, as as unfortunate as that situation is, Beyonce did nothing wrong here. Um, Khalees, I understand. I would be frustrated as well because that song is a hit. It was a hit in the 2000s. It was one of the biggest songs out. And you should be getting paid from it, but that's just not the way it worked out. Now, because Beyonce is a stand-up, solid woman, Beyonce removed, she removed the sample from the track. Right. Um, Khalees expressed her distaste toward it. Beyonce, I'm not sure if they had a conversation personally or what happened, but immediately Beyonce had that sample taken out. There would have been one of those download the other version of it and the other version that she took that sample right the fuck out. That was respectful. Completely off. Yeah. That was Um, respectful. Yeah. You know, Beyonce don't play. Yeah. Beyonce hears some shit. All right, let's just take it off. Fuck it. But the thing is, like. There was a lot of back and forth over social media to even the point where when people were arguing, Khalees was responding on social media to people arguing. They're like, aha, boo-hoo, be mad. But the thing about it is she's mad that Beyonce was going to make some bread over it just because she didn't get to make some bread over it. that's, That's one of those... If I can't have it, nobody can. It's that women and women shit we've said before, bro. That's how I looked at it. That's 
and I, I get it because you didn't get to make money, but that's hater shit. I'm sorry, that's a hater ass move. Facts. And now with Beyonce, you know, just taking the uh, the high road, the high road. You know what I'm saying? She just takes the song off her album, and now nobody gets anything from the song. So, Khalees, you're not eating. Maybe that's what she wanted. Now Neptune's not eating. Now the publishing company, if there's one, they're not eating. Nobody eats. Now the song is completely off the album, which is another thing I want to talk about within our world now, the streaming, how we can just make updates. I think they removed the sample. I don't know if they removed the whole song. No, no, I'm sorry if I said that. Yeah, it was just a sample. But with the streaming there, and, you know, you can, niggas can modify their albums yeah that uh it's kind of weird that became apparent to me it was a long time ago it was about six years ago when i woke up one morning and saint pablo (laughs) was on the life of pablo i'm like hmm this fucking song wasn't (laughs) on the album last night or last week yeah and from that point on I, he might have been one of the first to like start actively modifying his albums, mm-hmm. but um, since then, yeah, you can wake up the next morning. Somebody might have there might have been something off with a beat mm-hmm. tweaked. Somebody might have not cleared a sample before it just got cleared. Now the sample's on the song tomorrow. Right, like you might have heard a different version in the previews. Um, but yeah. And when it drops, that song comes out the next day. It sounds completely different. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot of times niggas rush shit out because they have a deadline to meet, and sometimes the song is not mixed and mastered the correct way, so they gotta go back and fix it. Donda, you remember Kanye got petty mm-hmm. with all those niggas with Chris Brown, a bunch of other people, and mm-hmm. he took their vocals off and added his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. Yep, yep. Dreamville just did that shit recently too. Uh, just for another example, um, with their D Day tape, because you know they kind of rushed that shit out. They went back like kinda. You, Shut up, bro. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, from the jump, like it wasn't mixed and mastered. So if you listen to it now, wasn't uh, meant to be. No, nah, chill out. But it sounds better now, obviously, because they they went back and they they actually finished and completed it. But um, what I wanted to get to though is that what do you like? How do you feel about that? Because you know when you, when we grew up in the CD era, it's the final product. You know what I mean? Like you can't when you have a CD, you can't change anything. You know what I'm saying? But in our era now. It's like sometimes you could put bullshit out, hear the backlash, receive it, and then go and change the album, you know? And it's just like sometimes it's a plus. Sometimes I don't know about that. I think it's that. good and bad. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, bro, I don't really know if I like that. The reason why I think it's good, and I'm going to keep using Kanye, um, is during that Donda era, what if Kanye would have just dropped that first version on us? We would have been like, yeah, all right. But Kanye was able to listen to what we thought, like what we wanted, Mm -hmm. go on Twitter, read comments, read tweets, read threads, cater his album towards us, fix it in a beautiful way, and then repackage it and present it to us again. And give us a beautiful Um, project. Yes, yes, I agree. I think that's good. Yes, I also think it takes away from the fact that you that wasn't what you had planned and your art that wasn't your art right it was your art mixed with our vision right or our input yeah i get it it could still be beautiful but yeah it does take away from the artistic uh the artistic 
standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Just from the um, from the fan, from the listener standpoint, that's how I always looked at it. So just stand on Kanye, and I've said this before. Um, it's like when he does the listening sessions, he plays all this music. And then he goes back and he changes some things around. He doesn't change the entire album. Maybe he'll change a feature, um, a verse here, a hook here, um, a, a new song added, like he did with that one that did that, that Lauren Hill sample. You know, he, he added that to the album. But what I was saying before, and it's like it takes away from the experience of like the first time you hear an album. You know, so like with Kanye. Don't get me wrong, bro. I loved the listening sessions. I love that rollout. That Donda rollout, like we said, was like fucking crazy. But I think sometimes as a fan, you know how you feel the very first time you hear an album for the first time. You know what I'm saying? With Kanye, we got to hear the album, yes, at the sessions. He went back and tweaked it. But then when he re-released it, it's like, damn, I already heard these songs. They still sound great, but I already heard it once before. I will say, granted... Kanye has a release party for every album and then does not drop his album directly after. So we've heard all of his songs mm-hmm. before the album is dropped. Since what? Since Pablo? Was he doing it before that? No, he was doing it before that. He's been doing that since since graduation or um or at least my beautiful dark twisted okay. fantasy. And all artists do this. All artists have listening sessions, but his is so is reached a level where it's like it's so popular. Damn, I'm fucking up shit. It's so popular now, and it's like everybody's watching. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, like, yes, niggas have private listening sessions still to this day um, just for people like to hear the album before it comes out. Kanye wasn't even ready to release his album. He's like, here's like 50% of the album. What do y'all think? Oh, you don't like that? Okay, let me go back and change it. Okay, then here's the album. And like you said, it's like, damn, it's taken away from the art because it's like, you're taking our opinions when it's not supposed to be that. Like we supposed to hear the music for the first time and maybe we like it. Maybe we don't like it's art. You know what I'm saying? But Kanye kind of like has a cheat code within that aspect, which is not bad, but I'm just saying like me as a fan, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know if I really like, like that. I like hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie. I like it. I think, uh, I think it's a brand new way of doing music. I honestly think that, we would get better albums from people. I I just, I don't know why we rest ourselves on why it has to be so good solely from the artist. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it, but is what we not want is for the album to sound how we want it to sound? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. But I, uh, I mean, I get it. Like it's, yeah, it's you, the wholehearted, like the genuine part of you is like, oh, the artist should be doing it themselves. Yeah, yeah. But then when they package it themselves, and we get Bullshit. an album yeah, we don't like, we don't we're like, damn, they should have did this. They should have did, did that. Right. But then if they do it the way we want it, Kari and on his soapbox, then we criticize either way. Yeah, I feel you, bro. They go both ways for me, man. It's a new way to do it. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the way they're doing it, but at the same time, if you're like Nas and Hit Boy, and you can go in that lab and put out magic and turn and tune everybody else to fuck off. Amazing too. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just a new new wave, like you said, these days. And um I'm not opposed to that, bro. I love the the evolution of hip hop and rap and just music in general, like where we have progressed to this point. Um, but yeah, I just I just find it 
weird because like you know back then you would get the final product and that was it you know so these days if y'all still buying cds you might have a fucking holy grail on your hands like beyonce for people who bought those those cds they they still have the original milkshake on there no yeah you, no may, you may have a holy grail in that your makes hand. sense yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying so um but yeah it is what it is man yeah but, we, we've talked about beyonce for like 35 minutes let's yeah. let's get out of here <laughs> um NBA Youngboy dropped The Last Slimento. Yes, sir. Um, 30 songs. I have not listened to all 30 of those songs. Yeah, yeah. So we was playing a couple in pre-production, um, you know, just going through it, kind of just skipping over some. But um, I actually played it once all the way through. I told you uh, this weekend I, I was on the road. So played it on the road, bro. And um, I, I really, I really like this album. I really do. Young boy is talented. I'm glad to hear new music. I'm glad he's in a good headspace. All of that. Um, this is a very great album. What I think Young Boy should improve on moving forward. Same shit I always say with him. Quality control. Quality control, bro. We don't need 30 songs. We don't need 30 songs. Um, there's a lot of good songs on here, in my opinion. There's also a lot of songs that I'm not gonna say they're bad. I just don't like. I don't think I think NBA Young Boy hasn't learned how to make an album like a full album yet i think he's still just just dropping music and these they may be called an album they may be called a mixtape but i don't think he's really made a complete album and i think if he takes we've said this but we've been saying this for three years it's not his fault Corey. no i know but if he if he takes some of those songs if he takes the best songs out of those 30 the best 15 to 18 songs out of those 30 songs he would have a complete album it's not his fault whose fault is it at, at it's atlantic point? records fault how the fuck are you the biggest star over there and they're not formulating your album Kari? we know what every album i mean we know what every artist ever music looks like before they sign to a label yeah and when they sign the label gears their album Facts. It's never happened with him. <laughs> Why? They don't fuck with bro. Oh, it's not his <laughs> fault. Because the thing about it is, if if uh. labels never did this with their artists, every artist would still be out there making their own music. He's just not guided in the way that artists need to be. So look, with Atlantic, are they just... I know he's in a full deal, but I'm saying I think they just treat the deal like distribution. No. Is there no team around him through Atlantic? Kari, that's what they've been trying to tell y'all for fucking ever. What? That the nigga has more sales than Cardi B and they treating him like he's like he don't even have a deal there. So yeah, that's so what I'm asking is like, are they just treating him like like this is just distribution? They're not putting everything like hands on. I don't know. How they're treating him, but he signed just like every other nigga on no, the label yeah, yeah. signed. I know that, but I'm saying they tr they're treating him like he's not. They're so like he should have a PR team through Atlantic. He should have a quality control team through Atlantic, but the, it doesn't. The nigga probably doesn't even have an A and R, Corey. Yeah, I doubt he has a fucking A and R. What do you need an A and R for? <laughs> no, he needs an A and R. No, I'm saying, but like at this point, like if they if he didn't have it from the jump, like I'm sure he still doesn't have one to this day. It's it's shit like that. Like you can't expect this guy's mm -hmm. album to not like to be concise, to be start to finish, take you somewhere as it like as some type of journey yeah. or some sort of um, symbolism 
or like anything because they're just letting the nigga free ball out here. And maybe, and I, I thought about this when I was listening to the album. I still, I'm on my stance with Young Boy, and I think he's still one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of this new generation. He's the best he's, of the new generation. He's probably the best out. He's hella talented, all of that. I love that. I'm not taking that away from him. But what I'm saying is when it comes to the music, bro, I just think even if he's never had a team through Atlantic, at some point, can you not just take matters into your own hands? No, Kari, because every rapper thinks every song they make is hot. Man. They they need somebody that's not from the NBA camp. Right, to tell them, like, no, we're going to go this to way. To take 30 songs and trash 15 of them right. and tell them they just ain't coming out. Right. There's no way you're dropping them. I'm sorry, they're not coming out. Yeah. That's needed with Young Boy. I think that would really help his career, bro. There's such things called throwaways. Yeah. And there's such things that are throwaway throwaways that never even make it to the throwaway mixtape. Some songs yeah. just need to throw away. Yeah, some songs just need to never come out. Yeah. Like you're and saying, that's, yeah. that's what a team, like, and you really, like, not, I'm not saying you, but because you already know. You really think there isn't a team good enough to do that for him where he's at now? He's at Atlantic. He's, he's at the best place <laughs> he can be. Yeah. yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. So, like, yeah, I get it. Like, we don't want to hear the 30 songs from him. <sighs> he's only doing what he... What he knows. What he knows. What he's accustomed like, to, yeah. The same way... Rappers in the 90s and early 2000s fucked all their money up because we didn't have people financially smart able to tell us, hey, nah, do this with your money, do this with your money. And the labels. And, and rappers will stay rich forever. Yeah, you're right. He don't have the guidance. Like, they're not doing it for him. No guidance, huh? He needs a lot of different types of guidance. Please, somebody put Master P in this nigga's <laughs> life. Thanks, bro. I think Master P is actually trying. I'm not going to lie. I was going to say, didn't he say fuck Master P? Damn. <laughs> I think he said Master Ooh. P. He go fuck himself, bro. Or something. Nah, that was Kodak, I think, that said was that. It Kodak? I think it was Kodak. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'ma hope so. I'm pretty sure that was Kodak okay. that said that. I'ma hope so. But uh but nah, bro, the, the album once again, the last Slimento, hella great songs. We we intro with one song um called um Wagwan. Is that how Wa you Wagwan. Wagwan. Can't pronounce that shit, but um but I love that song. Um there's a couple more acclaimed emotions. I got the bag, vet motors. Uh, the list goes on, man. But I think you should definitely give this a listen. Um, it is 30 songs, but within those 30 songs, bro, you can handpick those ones that are like, oh shit, like the nigga got the talent. You know what I'm saying? That's never been in question. Um, like I said, I just think sometimes, bro, we just get way too much music from bro, and, and it takes away from the experience because I'm listening to the album from start to finish, and I'm like, bro. I want to turn this shit off, but I have to get through the end so I can give an honest opinion about this album. But it got to a point where it's like, bro, I am sick of hearing this shit. It's just too long of a of a process. And there's no, like you said, it doesn't take you anywhere. It's just songs, 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 songs. You can tell there's something going on, Corey. Like, who signed to a label like that would even allow them to just release that many that many tracks like at once, I get thirty tracks. They might let you even drop thirty, but if 
you're signed to an Atlantic and they've at least played your fucking album before it drops, they're going to listen to every track and be like, well, yeah, you can do 30, but not all 30 of these. Yeah. No, you're right, bro. It's a problem. It is. Somebody needs to take, like, he needs to be somewhere where he can be taken care of. Like, mm-hmm. and he, I know we say, like, it be might be better for him to be. Indie. Indie. No. Not I want to see NBA Youngboy be the biggest rapper of all time. Not all time, but like the biggest rapper in the game. I want to yeah. see him do it. He's not going to do that being indie. Yeah, I know what you mean. He can still be the, the YB he is now. Going indie just does something different to you. Those companies shun you. Like they, they damn near blackball you for not right. being a member of these labels. Right. Like there's a lot that comes with being indie. Yep. So it's a tough game to choose. That's why, like we said before, like I never, whichever route an artist chooses to take, like I, I never like get on your ass because there's benefits in both ways. You know what I'm saying? Unless you just went a really corny, goofy way about yeah. being an industry nigga, then then I'm on your ass. Yeah, if you sign a bullshit deal, then I'm on your ass. But like, I'm never gonna talk down on somebody that chooses to go indie or the label because there's pros and cons on both sides. Absolutely. But um, but once again, the last slight mental, check that out, man, on your DSPs. It's it's a it's a definitely a great listen. Yeah, uh, I, I gotta tune into the entire thing. So by yeah. the time we come back, I'll have that whole thing finished. Kayla, for, for sure. real, for real. Yes, sir. So he dropped his uh, album. It was two two two, the name of it. Um, I didn't get a chance to play this all the way through, but I just wanted to add him to the list because um, we've been fucking with bro a right, lot. Right, right, right. A lot. Kayla Ferrer, he's from here, correct? Am I, am I no, tripping? Yeah, you got you got to mix with somebody else. I know you thinking about. I think the person you was thinking about, he signed with like TDE or some shit. Uh, he's from California. Okay. Kayla Ferrer, he signed to Rock Nation, but he's um, he's from California. Um, but I, I love bro. Like he been recently working with Dom Kennedy, songs with Blast, like you know the LA connection mm-hmm. and shit. Um, but I heard a few songs from this. Sounds good. I'm definitely going to just check this out as well. And then when we come back on Thursday, I'll give it another review. Got it. Okay. Uh, I got to tap into that too. I haven't heard any yeah, of that. Yeah, bro. Definitely talented. Let's move into songs. We yeah. had we had damn near the song of the week drop. More the song of... Uh, the summer? No, nah, I don't want to say song the of year. the summer. The song year. of the year. That's head what ass. he said. <laughs> Is that what he said? Khaled, absolutely is what he said. Okay. Uh, well, DJ Khaled dropped Stand Alive featuring Drake and Lil Baby. It was a sample from the BGs, mm-hmm. Stand Alive. Um, and you can hear that immediately from the track dropping. Uh, 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 Stand Alive. Yes, sir. Um, but how do you feel about this dropping? It dropped on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dropped the video as well with it. Um, but how do I feel, bro? This is a This is what you call a complete track. Yeah, this is a hit. This is an instant hit. From the first time I heard it, I said, okay. I had to listen to it more than once, though. Like, the first listen, I was like, yeah, this shit rock, but I don't know, like, if it's the, that song, this like is, they're saying. You know what I'm saying? But after that second, third, fourth listen, I was like, okay. I was the same way. The first time I heard it, I was like, all right, this is a good song, right. but this song can't carry his album. And... I played it over again, and I said, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> this song is definitely going to carry the album. Yeah, This is a hit, like, a, I mean, a bona fide hit. And by the time that I was done listening to this Thursday night, 
I go to sleep. I wake up Friday morning. This is everywhere on social <laughs> media. I mean, this. if we want to talk about a song being everywhere, this song might be more everywhere than Fuck For Free is. Mm. Like, this song is immediately everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's, um, if we comparing it to For Free in 2016, this one definitely... Had way more like a claim behind from the from the from beginning. The yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that it's going to overall, but no, from no. the jump, like yeah, yes. Yeah. But I think that's just Khaled. The whole like rollout, the God did, God did. The, the promo, Drake vocals were in. That. Drake, you know what I'm saying? We got pictures of the video before it dropped, like all that shit, bro. They knew what they was doing. Drake Khaled. did. Khaled knew what he was doing. Lil Baby did. Lil Baby did. Uh, shit, who else did? Um, shit. Did Jay Z? Did Jay-Z believe in him this time? We haven't heard that one yet. I don't know. Roddy Rich did. Roddy Rich did. Um, Future did. You know who did it? Rihanna. Damn. I was going to say OJ. But um, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> if the glove don't fit, man, you'll quit, bro. But um, the song, man, so. All right. No, 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 no. Because you've got me. You've got me right in the little pocket. Listen, that glove fucking fit. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. He just, he maneuvered it. And- oh, my gosh. If y'all were to sit there and actually watch the trial Absolutely. and watch what was going on with OJ when he was putting that glove on, that glove fit like a motherfucker. <laughs> bro, we watched the shit when we was in college. Oh, yeah, we watched the rerun with, uh, or we watched oh, well, the, Cuba. Uh, with Cuba. With Cuba. Yeah. Okay, for sure. But if you watch the actual trial yeah, with the glove and he, oh, my God, he, he was acting his ass off yeah, when he good. was put, he put on a star-studded performance yeah, bro. when he wore that glove. He could have got an Oscar for that shit, bro. He was Emmy, struggling, fam. Grammy, Oscar, <laughs> Tony. I was gonna say whatever. That nigga could have won a Soul Train award for that shit. <laughs> you name it, nigga. <laughs> bro. That nigga could not get that glove on. <sighs> he was struggling to get his big ass hand in that glove. You know fucking well that glove fit OJ. I'm like, bro, how the fuck did y'all do that? How did y'all pull that off? How did nobody walk up close to him to be like? No, guys, it actually fits like a glove. I was like, sir, just how about you try your other hand? Yeah, they'd be like, I, I wish somebody would have been like, Mr. Simpson, approach the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we need a different look at this. <laughs> that glove didn't, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely fit. It, it fits yeah. snug like a fucking baseball mitt. Yeah, you can't get that shit off these days. I think back then with the, the quality of the cameras, mm-hmm. everything that they had, uh, was that the 70s? When was that no, shit? I think that was the 90s. That was 1994. The 90s. I'm but the thing tripping. about it is, they shouldn't even got that off. Like, they didn't even get it off then, which is why oh, yeah, the know. world was in such a fucking uproar. They didn't get it off. They just called it like... Yeah, they just sided with OJ. I don't know. But, I mean, if we really take sides, you know OJ didn't do that shit. Nah, bro, never. A black man? OJ did not do that shit. A black man? OJ, that's what I'm saying. OJ did not do that shit, bro. I'm like, what, nigga? You gonna look at me in my <laughs> eyes. That's what I'm gonna start telling me. Look me in my face and tell me he did it, bitch. Just see if I, don't, right. if I don't punch you for that shit. No, I'm not hitting niggas in the name of OJ. Nah, bro. He's, nah, he's different. If he would've came out the joint like, like the culture, like, oh, we would still be rocking with OJ, mm-hmm. but OJ came out crazy. Yeah, he came out on some bullshit. OJ was already on that bullshit. Yeah. Um, any nigga that go to jail for stealing his own shit. Any nigga that married and have <laughs> kids with. Never mind. 
Yeah, any nigga that go to jail for stealing his own shit, I don't even I don't wanna fuck with you. No, nah, that was fucked up though. I know it was a it was a weird situation, but still he on paper went to jail for stealing his own shit. No, nah, but the thing about it, I, I'm more yes, that's true. On a little more in detail. He wasn't getting fucked over. I know. These niggas like had his they had his Heisman trophy. He mm-hmm. didn't sell it. Mm-hmm. Some niggas purchased his Heisman trophy. Right. And tried to tell this nigga, like, nah, like, yeah, it's not yours. Yeah. Bitch, this is my fucking eyes, and I'm coming to get my fucking trophy. Bitch, I'll kill you right Like, here. And they sent bro to jail for going to get his eyes. Like, hey. I mean, of course, yeah, you, you can't just go do that. But I would have been pissed the same way he was. I would have approached it the same way. Yeah, I wouldn't have tried to go steal it. Right. But, but I would have definitely been hiding and wanted to get my shit back. He walked in with a gang of motherfuckers to go get Yeah, nigga, yeah, I'm nigga. coming in. Like Ice Cube at Priority Records, oh, nigga. We coming in deep. Give me my motherfucking shit. And I got a baseball bat in my hand, nigga. I, and if I'm not lying, Fuck. if I'm if I'm not uh, wrong, OJ had a baseball bat. Wow, I'm gonna have to look that shit up, I'm, bro. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I might be to, wrong. Yeah, we can look that shit up another time. But uh, going back to just a song real quick, I wanted to shed some light on on Khaled and everybody. Um, this song. So let's go back to last year when he dropped Cali Cali 2021. You, you, however you may feel about the songs that are on that album. This song, Stand Alive, was recorded over a year ago. And they just sat on the song. Me and you talked, you said it could have been, you know, for sample clearances and, and things like that. But I just think, bro, like this is a hit. Like we told y'all. And he just, waited on it for that start, that hit power. He knew yeah, he knew he had it. Yeah, bro. He waited for the perfect moment. That's what I was gonna say. I think he waited on the perfect moment to put this song out. I don't know if you remember when Khaled Khaled dropped last year, or uh, was that last year? Last year, yeah. After all the Drake tracks had already been released and the album dropped, he released another preview. And it was looking into the eye of that owl and there was a key in it mm. but that that track he, he said he had another one on the way with drake he never dropped it right it never came out it had to have been this it gotta be because drake posted a picture with the caption in like january of last year mm-hmm. so like or something within the first quarter of last year i'm not sure the exact month but yeah they they were sitting on this song for over a year okay and like you said, it could have been because, you know, that's a big ass sample clearance, like you mentioned. It yeah, probably, it's the Bee Gees, but probably took some time with that. But I think not to say that it didn't take time. I'm sure it did. But I think Khaled you're right. You're right. Waited and wanted this to be because he this, knew what he had on his hands. Yeah. I don't think this song would have fit on Cali Cali, to be honest. Like, I don't even think this is the same type of vibe. It doesn't fit on yeah, Cali Cali. So I would have sat on this hoe, too. You know what I'm saying? I was. Uh, I am glad that. I think I was a little bit correct, and I was like, okay, they don't want to come in with this on a fast-paced track. You want to come in something more like the I'm on one vibe, mm-hmm. something slower that you can just rock to. Yep. And I like it. This is a good song, bro. Like, I was listening to this song with my parents. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm sure my mother is going to like this. My mother's a huge Bee Gees fan. Right, exactly. Like that was My, my mom was saying the same shit. She was like, oh, that sample. Like, I, like She could hear it. Like you said, as soon as you turn the song on, you can hear it. So, yeah. This is just a great song overall. I think Cali did a great job as far as the rollout so far for God did. Like, um, he got one with Drake. So now I'm looking forward to see who else is going to be on the album. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this album now just because, like I said last week, I thought he was going to come through with the track that 
we that God did. That God did. Yeah, I, I told you. I think that's just gonna be an intro. Good, but yeah. now I know I have to look forward to this great track that's already on the album, leading it. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna open with that fucking smoker. Yeah, that God did intro interlude, whatever it ends up being. Um, that's gonna be a, a nice one. I hope he keeps it like we said. I hope he doesn't change anything with with that song. That's bro. one of those things where when Kanye came out and previewed Donda, that. The intro, the forever, mm-hmm. and then when the album dropped, it was like number seven on the album. That pissed me off. <laughs> Khaled, that fucking song better be number one. Yeah, like one, and it better take us into the next song. Right. Like I, I don't want to hear this is number four, number right. sixteen. Don't do that. And how many drops do he get on the song? How many of his DJ drops you said on that one? Yeah, just one. <laughs> you get you get one. We the best on that motherfucker, bro. I don't need. They wanted bro. us down. It's too soulful of a song to hear DJ, DJ Khaled. DJ no. Khaled. <laughs> no, bro. But look at us now. We the best music. No, that was like a gospel song. They counted us out. I don't want no DJ drops on that gospel. Another beat. one. Yeah, I'll take that. We'll take that at the end before you intro, uh, before you uh, transition to the second song. I'll now, take what it. if he got a new one that's just crazy? Yeah. Like, they wanted us down. God damn it. <laughs> if he got a God did drop, bro, I'm not listening to I'm that album. Turn the album off, <laughs> nigga. It's enough God did. Like, I, it's the name of the fucking album. It's the name of this song. Don't give me no DJ drop saying no, yeah. God did. That's too much. He's actually. Needs to drop this album very soon because he's gonna wear it out. When is the album coming out? No, uh, the twenty sixth. I was gonna say he dropped a he dropped a date. Yeah, yeah, twenty sixth. But I can't wait for this album. Yeah, this might actually be the one that I'm most excited about in a while. But like I said last pod or the pod before, whichever one it was, he's got 2016 and 17 to he he's in a race with those to recreate with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to recreate. But everybody is in a race with themselves, with something, with me in that. Like for DJ Khaled, his race should be mm-hmm. with either Holy Key, uh, or I'm sorry, Major Key, or Grateful. I feel that. I feel that, man. Uh, moving on. So we had a couple more songs. Uh, Trippy Red and Offset dropped a song. Them. <laughs> Offset is his name, bro. Uh, uh, Unk and Few yeah. are they got us versus them. Us so versus if them. Unk and Few are us, Offset gotta be them. He them. That's his pronouns now. Oh, bro, <laughs> don't ever do Offset like that, bro. Like, <laughs> listen, Offset, I'm not going even. I'm not having that, bro. Nah, yeah. Like, I ain't mean it. Bro. I ain't even having that on right. behalf of you, bro. No, I just got into a uh, not an argument, but just a conversation over the weekend about the Migos and, and the split, possibly and everything. And I, I was like, nigga, Offset's the best fucking rapper in the group. They need to stop playing. Who are you arguing with that, that, that thought different? No, no, no. They, we were just having a conversation. Oh, okay. I, okay, cool, That's cool, why cool, I said cool. it wasn't an argument. Uh, but anyway, so the song Trippy Red and Offset, Big 14, featuring Money Bag Yo. Um, did you get a chance to play this one? I did. I did. What you thinking about it? I think it's I think it's good. I think Trippy Red definitely brought Offset and Money Bag Yo into his world. Um I think Offset sounded great on it, but I, I think Moneybag Yo sounded a little out of place. 
Yeah, I don't think Moneybag and Trippy's worlds um, align with each other. I don't even think Offset and Trippy worlds really yeah. align. It just it kind of worked. Yeah, yeah. Offset just so versatile. I think he could he could do anything he wants. Moneybag kind of has his own lane, Trap. and he and he sticks in that. Um, but yeah, I heard this song as well. Um, it's it's okay. I, I liked it from the first listen. But what I will say is, the streets is loving this song. I seen this song on stories fucking like everybody was just talking about this song and i'm like damn maybe i'm missing out maybe i need to go back and and sit with it some more but um trippy ray got an album coming out soon don't he yes a love letter to you five. Oh my god don't tell yeah, me yeah i know i know <laughs> Kari, do you not remember that last track i just sent you from trippy red that he deleted in like five minutes but i heard it that boy is back yeah no like no that boy is back yeah and this might be the first time I've heard Trippy Red drop one of those a love letter to use while he's in a happy relationship since maybe love letter to you too. I, I, and I swear to God, my next question I was just about to ask, like, what's his personal life looking like right now? I swear that was gonna be my question. Oh yeah, he 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 booed up because three. You know how three sounded because of oh what he was fresh off that heartbreak with Alex. What was going on in his life? Man, he gave us some great ass music, bro. Corey, <laughs> if I'm resting on that one sample or that one preview that we heard last week, mm-hmm. that shit sounded like some trippy red, like nah, yeah. magic. For sure. There's some tracks from him that are just too good. Just magical, bro. That was one of those. Yeah, for sure. And I think he noticed as well because he snatched it down. Uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, you got hurt. Like, it was 10, 12 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You guys have heard this track a little too long. Pull that down. He was probably reading the comments and everybody was going crazy like, oh, this shit snaps. Drop that now, broski. <laughs> broski. Drop that now, broski. <laughs> yeah, man. But no, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Trippy Red has, has always been one of our favorite artists, man. Uh, newer artists from like the just the uh, the sad era. The Yeah, the emo rap emo era. Rap, that's like, what I was looking for. Yeah. If it ain't, honestly, I think I might be a bigger Trippy Red. No. <sighs> Are you a bigger Trippy Red fan or Uzi? Today? I know. I'd probably say Trippy Red today. Today, I'm going to say Trippy. But two, three years ago, I would have said Uzi without even thinking. 2016 through 18. Or 20. Yeah, 2016 through 17, really, is when is when I would when say did, Uzi. Because when did uh, 3, Love Letter 3, 18 That was 18. That was 18. But I got on Trippy during a Love Letter to You 2 back when we were still out in commerce. So uh, that was 2017, fall 2017 for me. Fuck. I will say, I'm going to just say from 19, because he dropped, that whole came in the fall of 2018, I remember, because it was cold outside and we was we was potting shit, I remember, um, or kind of close to that time. So I think from 2019 up until this point, I would say Trippy Red being my favorite out of those two, and then Uzi from that period before. From the moment Bust Down dropped, and that was on A Love Letter to You 1. Finna get my album one buzz down and buzz down, yeah. Or, or that was that might have been on two. I can't remember. But um, from from that point on, I was like, okay, yep, he he's him. It it was three, three, three sold me, bro. Like I was, I don't know if I was going through shit as well, like how what he was going through, or the music was just so fucking good. That was one of those artists that, like I said, we pride ourselves um, when we find one. That was one of those artists that when I found that nigga, I thought you had like, one. I prided myself on 
telling other niggas, Thanks. hey, he's gonna be the one, y'all. Like yeah. y'all listen to him because I promise you, he gonna blow. Like yeah. I remember I wasn't listening. You said what? Because I, I wasn't listening. Oh yeah, I know for sure. Like when you and Hop, I put y'all on you to put me Trippy. On three, yeah, for sh- and from that point. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the perfect one to get on to with him because he bro. he hit that one on the nail. That was his best project. Yeah, bro, that shit was crazy. <clears throat> I don't even know if it's a skip on that album. I can't think of the names, but I, I was, can't. I, I was can't playing think. that bitch every day for like months. Hell yeah, it's to the p- niggas that that are not vibing to that type of music that are strictly listening to trap gangster type of music because we was just coming from being in like only listening to that type of music. Yep. wasn't just putting on the trippy for shits and giggles nigga yeah that was hard yeah you niggas don't even know y'all young y'all young but big 14 was the name of the track that he's got out with offset and money bag yo right now yes sir i would definitely go check that out um reason in the game dropped the track called impalas and hydraulics yes sir some real la vibes west side connection here uh reason's been dropping a lot of music this year oh is he on the way i think so TDE like, is on the way. Yeah, everybody from TDE is on the way. Um, Sis is actually coming in the fall now, guys. It was supposed to be summer. She wanted it to be summer. There were some issues going on with her and Top. Um, I don't know if, if y'all seen that or whatever, but... Is that what she said? Yeah, bro. It was some shit. We, we'll get into it on Thursday because I, I want to talk to you about it and we get some more information. But anyways, um, I think Reason is on the way. He has about like two or three Lucy's that he put out so far this year, but this one... Is crazy, bro. The game and reason killed this track. I have not heard this track. Oh man, you gotta hear this, bro. Like it's just some real, like some real LA sound. You know what I'm saying? Um, reason is just reason is a good ass rapper. He's very good at storytelling. Obviously, we know that. But then you get the game, who's also on the heels of his album about to come out, and we've talked about how good he's been rapping. Like you just it was just like the perfect combination on the song and then they talking about impalas, they talking about hydraulics, like it's just it's West Side. No you know shit. what I'm saying? Right, the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't say the self titled <laughs> There's no way they talk about impalas and no, hydraulics on this fuck shit. Right? No, ain't no way, bro. But nah, bro, that's a great song. Check that out on your DSPs. Um and you gotta you gotta hear that, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Um, yeah, moving on. Now that we're an hour and thirty in, guys, let's get into this news. Um, so Drake was sick over the past week. They had to postpone the Young Money reunion. Um, but I feel like Drake had the shortest COVID stint of all time. Bro, I was just about to say that nigga be COVID faster than anybody. This nigga test he just had it obviously and didn't know for yeah, a while. Yeah, he Drake, was already on the back end of it. Drake tested negative in like three fucking days. August 6th, they had this, uh, the Young Money reunion already pre-planned or replanned, and uh, that performance took place on that night. It looked like an amazing event to be at out in Canada, uh, I almost said Canada, uh, out in Canada. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's some. Uh, that's one of those moments where if, if you were there, um, you loved it, and if you weren't there, you were jealous. Like, I wanted to be in that crowd seeing fucking drake Nicki minaj and Lil wayne yeah, share the stage because you might never see it again exactly you'll probably never at the age that they're at mm-hmm. drake nearing 40 Nicki nearing 40 is wayne 40 yet yeah okay wayne at 40 you're you're probably not gonna see this again yeah bro that's why it was so special and that's why drake wanted to make sure i don't that. know wayne's only 39 when, it, when was he? Uh, he'd be 40 September, September 27. 27, yeah. Him and my pops got the same birthday. Um, 
But I think I think Drake knew the importance of making this happen. I think that's why it was at least once more. Yeah. Right. That's I think that's why it was such a big deal to like when he tested positive, it was like, no, bro, we still we're postponing it, we're not canceling it. You know what I'm saying? Like they made that emphasis, but I was just glad that they were able to get this off of me. It looked like it was a good show. Um, I saw videos of like some of the songs they performed. Nikki, you know, probably coming out with an album soon, so that's good for her. Wayne. Baby was in the building. Baby Mike. was there? Yes, sir. Uh, I was going to see Baby. Oh, damn. Like, it was oh, just an bro. amazing thing to, if you get oh, Wayne, Baby, Drake, and Nikki in the building together. That shit almost give you chills. That bro. shit make you want to cry. Facts, bro. That shit like give you chills. All man. you need is baby and Wayne to kiss. <laughs> Chill out, bro. I mean, like that's all <laughs> we might be missing. Chill out, dog. I'm sorry. Not Wayne. <laughs> and when did and Wayne got dreads? I mean, Wayne got Wayne got weave. What he got his hair? When when did Wayne's dreads start looking that good, bro? Yeah, when he get that many dreads again? Yeah, he didn't have that many dreads. That shit was looking kind of scarce at one point. It looked good though. Shout out, to, shout out to Wayne. Uh, Wayne made a big announcement at the OVO Fest Young Money reunion. Um, he did. He did. He announced that the Carter Six is on the way. How do you feel? I'm going to say something that you're going to think is a joke, but I'm not joking one bit. Okay. This album has to be better than Young Thug's Part of Seven, you know, right? The... What did you say? You said the we're, we're nearing barter seven. <laughs> okay, I see what you said. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Nigga? These <laughs> these albums cannot continue to right. decline right, because right. if we reach Carter seven, we have a problem. Yeah, I, um, I think. Now I said this about five. I thought five was going to be the last. No, five should have been it. And, right. you, and you're going to sit here. I know what you're going to say. You're going to sit here and try to tell me that this is it. Has to be, bro. Nigga, he dropped an album <laughs> called Funeral before this. No, I'm saying, like, this has to be the last installment, bro. Why did we not think Funeral was his last album, Kari? Nah, yeah. I mean, I think he just named it that. Why? Yeah, because that's just playing with your life. I would have never He thought that. it was his last album. I would hope, bro. But um, He thought Carter Five was going to be his last album. Facts, facts, facts. But, I mean, man, Wayne is always going to be... Um, Sharp. Know, Sharp. He's always going to be our one of our greatest. Wayne's always in my top list. You know what I'm saying? Greatest artist ever. You know, for me. Oh, for, one of the greatest rappers a lot. For my life, my lifetime. So um, we, we give Wayne a lot of shit just because we, nigga, he's been the, the artist for our, our entire lives. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only artist that niggas have listened to since we were born, damn near, that's still out making music. But um, I think this one is going to be okay, though, just because of the shape that Wayne is in, he's still rapping great. Anytime he gets on a feature, the shit sounds good. Um, but I, I just really think this is going to be the last installment, bro. I think he's just chasing Jordan like Kobe was. Yeah. I don't think so, buddy. He just want to get his six rings, bro. And then, you know, Kari, that one makes sense though. Cause then he would want to get seven, huh? He is not done dropping music. No, he's We've, not done dropping music. I get that. But no, like but albums, Carters. Okay, I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna. Wayne's never gonna retire. 
And he's going to continue to drop the Carters even after this one. See, that's my, we don't need. The thing is, 2018 was what, four years ago? We thought that he was done four years ago, Kari. If that's he's when not Bob done, came? yes. If he wasn't done then, he ain't done now. There's going to be another one after this. <laughs> I mean, I guess, bro. Um, but like I've said before, like I say about every artist, just make sure the music is good. I, I love Wayne. I was going to say I love Wayne to death, bro. But just make sure the music is good. This like, ain't this ain't like this ain't like Jay Z popping out the cut though. Fuck no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like nobody asked for this, Corey. Exactly. And I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I love him. Nobody wants this. I don't. I truly don't. That's why I'm so shocked. I mean, it's a good and it and it brings excitement that Wayne is still in his best shape and, and working on music. I love that, but we don't need like some things are just better left untouched. We really were good after four, if we really being honest. Just how long we had to wait on that. I'll say five was needed. I'll say five was needed just because of him being locked down forever. That last, that last hurrah. I was about to say, just like the nostalgia behind five. I agree with you. That was that was an amazing album. It was, bro. It was. We weren't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it to to be be that that good. good. Right, right. Yeah. That's why I was saying like four. I would have been okay with four being it but then once we got five five is what don't cry with x is that five yeah don't start this shit off right like okay. all of those like okay. let it all work out okay. um the what was the the challenge that he had okay. he had a, a big ass challenge yeah i can't even remember man let me pull that up really quick though yeah uh yeah you tripping car no i mean I, i'm not saying that i didn't like it i just I no, I'm just it. thinking about some of the hits on this album. Don't Cry, Uproar with Swiss Beats. Uproar. Um, Dedicate. Come on now. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa with Kendrick. Dark Side of the Moon with Nikki. Oh, my God. Say no more. Let it all work out. Kari, come on now. Even that dope niggas with Snoop Dogg. I remember that one, too. Man, some of my favorite track, Perfect Strangers. Um, like you said, Dark Side of the Moon. That's one of um, your favorite, like... All time Wayne song. What? Dark Side of the Moon? Hell yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you just posted that recently, I think. Yeah, like two weeks ago, I put yeah. it on Twitter. What About Me with Sosa Man? Um, it was a lot of these tracks on here. Yeah. No, I agree, bro. That um, I'm just saying, like, from the where we were at that time, waiting on four, you know how long it took for four to come out. From 2011. Oh, yeah. From his incarceration in 2010. And then all the bullshit with the label, him and Birdman, all that shit they was going through. Um, so it just took a while. You know what I'm saying? And then five, how long? So when when did four come out? Four came out 2011. 2018, we got Carter five. So seven, seven years. years, bro. Fuck. Blame Birdman. No, I know. Because it wasn't Wayne's fault at all. Wayne probably, we would have got we would have got Carter five in twenty fourteen. Facts, and We'd are, we we already have Carter six if he didn't push him back nigga, so far. <laughs> we'd be waiting on Carter seven. Right, we wouldn't even be saying I don't want Facts. this anymore because he'd be in his like smoking yeah. it era, like Facts. as a veteran. Like we'd Facts. be like, oh damn, he's still got this in him as a vet. Yeah, you're right. Imagine if we would have got albums from Wayne, like or the Carter five in 2013, yeah. 14. Back seven, when seven years, bro. Back when he dropped "Believe Me" with Drake, because that's what we thought was going on when "Believe Me" dropped. Mm-hmm. I remember, bro. 
damn, think to think that Believe Me was supposed to be a Carter Five track, and we had to wait all that fucking time. <laughs> fucking bird, man. Just imagine being Wayne. Man, that's pissing me off thinking about it. Exactly. And so that's why I was saying, like, of course, we still got great music, but Wayne was incarcerated, like you said, and everything that was going on in his personal life, bro, that shit takes a toll on you. We're human beings. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, we still got great music, but like you're saying, imagine if we didn't have all that those issues going on. Well, I was talking about the incarceration before Carter Four dropped. That's what I was talking about. Okay, okay. I'm just saying like everything in general after um like once he got out, like the, the shit he was dealing right. with with the label. But I what I was saying is like just imagine if we didn't have to wait seven years. Imagine if it was only like two or three year wait, then you would have got some of the best music. He would have still been in good shape. You know what I'm saying? Because he wouldn't yeah. have had like all the bullshit going on around him, bro. But Needless to say, uh, Carter Six, who knows when it'll come out, but Wayne said he is working on it, bro. So we'll we'll just see what that ends up being. All right, man. We'll have to fucking see. Um, let's move on. Let's move on into uh, Irv Gotti, Ja Rule, things like that. The Murder, Inc. doc is set to air or start to air on Tuesday, August the 9th. Yes, sir. Is that a BET thing? or, or Okay. Yes, sir. BET And special. I'm a BET plus nigga, so... You already know we rocking on that. Did you? Did I ever give you the details into the BET? Yeah, I got it. Yeah, man. So uh, Tuesday, I don't want to hear any excuses, Kari, as to why we don't have episode one review by the Thursday pie. Nah, yeah, I'm on that shit. And I'm on that shit, I promise. I remember when they announced this was coming out earlier last year, something mm-hmm. like that, or maybe like later last year, something mm-hmm. like that. And I let y'all know, I was like, man, the Murder, Inc. story is one of the most sh- like uh, shadowed away or like tucked away biggest stories in the rap game. Like we talking about like seeing feds sweep through labels. Like mm-hmm. this is when they stopped trusting us as labels. Right. Yeah, this was the first time anything like this had ever happened. Um, the murdering fed case. I can just yeah, hear yeah. that fucking title right, like right, being right. said as a kid yeah, like yeah no it was it was definitely um it was it was weird times because we had just never seen a label get so high i was and, just about to say that and fall the way that they fell you've never watched a rapper at their height go in like that mm-hmm. like ja rule going in at his height was fucking insane like that ruined his that ruined his, ruined his, his career. career. It ruined his entire it, it career. It ruined his career. Facts. Like, like, of course, he already had those. He had the hit songs that we were going to jam for the rest of our lives, but it ruined everything that was to come for Ja Rule. We talk about the 50 Ja Rule beef. Keep it 100. Staying out of jail, you talking about a nigga that would have been way bigger than 50. Absolutely. And he had acting under his belt. Oh, my God. Ja Rule. I know. I know. Nigga. <laughs> Ja Rule would have been a scary motherfucker, man. Yeah, bro. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. I'm, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. Um, but not Irv Gotti too on that on that on the on the management on the that Yo Gotti type of shit. <laughs> facts for facts, real. Facts. Um, and he said he he learned the ropes from uh from Diddy. So just imagine like he was studying Diddy. Imagine what Irv Gotti would have did, fam. Hmm. It just would have been crazy. But um, yeah, I was watching Irv recently uh, at the BET Awards. Um, he did an interview talking about this. You know what I'm saying? Just talking about like. Irv Gotti is the producer on this, I think, or 
his producing company. Anyways, he he was hands on in making him this documentary. So we're gonna get Good. the we're gonna get the real, real, real of what happened. He's got a Drink Champs interview coming out that we've been dying to see too. Or is mm-hmm. that is that out yet? I think it might be out actually. It probably is. It's yeah, probably we, like rolling out to this type shit. Oh yeah, you know they that was mm-hmm. on time on purpose. Absolutely. But we definitely need to tap into that. Yeah, man. And on Tuesday. This is one of those it's a docu series, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So, I can't wait. This is something interesting. I'm tapped in like excited for this the same way I was excited for Kanye's genius to come right. out. Like, right. my hip hop head, I've said this, we've said this exact thing before. I'm a hip hop head and I'm a documentary head and you're the same way. So, when you collide those two, I'm about to be I, I don't even need a couch. I have a couch, but <laughs> I could just be glued to the, the fucking TV on the floor no, facts, watching bro. shit like this. Facts. I geek out over yeah. shit like this. Facts. And this is just, if, you, if you're a fan of music, fan of hip hop uh, specifically, this is just a story that we should just be educated and know about because, um, like you said, it really started where we are now when it comes to like our relationship with the labels and how they feel and the trust and things like that. Like everything as far as where we are now started with this shit right here. Yeah. When it comes to, like you said, like, where we're starting to see there's more benefit in being independent Mm -hmm. where you see there's a problem where a label might not take the chance on an artist due to this street image where you see a homegrown label might not get the push as another different label even though they're tied to the same conglomerate this that or the yeah we about to get it all you're gonna see it like you're gonna i said today Tomorrow, you're going to see this happen tomorrow. Yep, yep. Please tune in to BT Plus. Like uh, this is this is damn near an ad, but uh, <laughs> I might as well just us. reach out to fucking BT Plus at this say, point. Gotta pay us, yeah, bro. no, y'all are gonna have to pay us soon. I'm sick of it. Um, keep, stay tuned. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to just put that in. Um, <clears throat> but the the Murder Inc. doc starts tomorrow. Yes, sir. Tune in. August I'm super night. excited. If y'all can't tell. Yes, sir. August 9th, uh, eight, 8 p.m. Central, BET. All right, man. Tap in. Um, so let's go on and uh, let's let's move on. So Triller, the competitor or the former competitor to TikTok, they had promised last year in 2021 to pay 300 black creators $14 million. I believe spread amongst those 300 would be $14 million. But its payments to creators have been non-existent. Um, so to say, leaving some in deep debt, financially ruined and skipping meals to get by um, this. This title um, of this article looks like black influencers feel duped by Triller's erratic compensation. Yeah, this is pretty interesting because um, if you all remember, if you if you've been with us uh, the last like what year, year or two, remember we talked about when this shit first well, as far as when Triller and everybody was signing these deals to get like in the game, like the music game, the creative space and world. Remember, we was talking about like it's weird how everybody's making these deals and how everybody's coming and they they want to be a part of everything now. Right. right. And so Triller was one of those companies that um, they took a deal with like, I don't even remember, bro. And we took our hat off to this shit. Yeah, because it, it sounded like a great ass idea as far as what they put on paper. It sounded amazing. But obviously, um, it looks like they just ain't they ain't got it worked out the way that they planned. Originally, I'm guessing it says that creators say that they've been kicked out of the program, losing the promise of the financial stability over minor infractions. One creator was forced 
to post a trailer promo to IG right after losing a close family member in between posts mourning his loss. Um, so I think it's just bad deals, some some bad contracts, I guess. I mean, I, I really don't know how to explain this situation. Yeah, because now uh, that I we're reading that second part, I'm going to need a little more detail on what warranted these these participants yep. being removed from the program. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm saying it got to be like something within the contract. You know, they try to get you with the fine print of um, like a contractual agreement. So if they're not, if they've been kicked out over minor infractions, like what are the infractions? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want to find out. Like, what's what's really going on here? Do you think that somebody should be kicked out for not posting during their uh, their morning time? <clears throat> uh, Yeah. Absolutely. If it, if it's written in contract, if if by contract we have agreed that your job as a influencer, creator, whatever you want to be, if your job is to post at a certain time or just post certain content and you don't post it and I'm paying you, yes, I will remove you out of this contract. It's a business. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So if that's but I don't know if that's the case here. But just look at Sorry being a shrewd businessman. Hey man. I'm no, just, no feelings, no bereavement. Nah, bro. I'm gonna just give it to you. If they, they can't have a bereavement period, nah, you can, bro. But like, we gotta. I'm big on communication, bro. We gotta talk. So if, you, if you're asking me if I'm if I'm a, um, a manager or whatever, I'm a CEO, and we have a contract, and you don't abide by your contract for certain reasons, communicate. No, that's now yes. Like say the a loved one passed. Yeah, like they were saying. Like, and say a loved one passed on Monday morning, and you have a post. To get out on Wednesday, yes, correspond with Triller to let them know. So where if Wednesday passes by and you don't drop, there's no, hey, why didn't you drop? Right. Well, my blah, blah, blah passed, so you should just understand. Yeah, I mean, but we don't know. We don't know what happened. We don't know right. if there was reaching out to, they were speaking between the two parties. Like, I, we don't know why a lot of these candidates were dropped. Yeah, man. But more, I, more will, will come. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll definitely follow up on that because, yeah, this is not over. And I'm sure we're probably going to see this from another, um, like, what what do you call it, Triller? Another, like, company or platform? Yeah, media platform. Yeah. I'm sure we'll probably see this again. But it's unfortunate, man, especially because they, they singled out. Um, and I don't know if Triller was just doing this for black creators only, this particular program. Because in this case, it only mentioned the black creators. It didn't say anybody else. Well, when we read it last year, it was about black creators. It is? Okay. Yeah. So this one was strictly only black creators. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll just have to get some more information regarding that. Okay. Um, you had put something on here about a security guard at Lollapalooza. I wanted to get into this because not only uh, Lollapalooza looked like it was a great event. Uh, we saw a lot of different artists do their thing. Um, but it looks like there was a Lollapalooza security guard that's now facing felony charges for posting about a fake mass shooting because you went to leave work early. Yeah. So unfortunately, I guess uh, maybe the concert wasn't going as good as we think. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I did see videos, though. Um, Cole and in Dreamville, they went crazy. I saw that. I saw a couple more people. For the consumers, um, it looked like a great idea. Right. Maybe not the the security guards. Right. It was probably a hard day at work. Right. It was probably hot outside. Where's Lollapalooza? Teenage niggas. Um, Is that Florida? Let's double check. Chicago. Chicago, I think. Okay. Go on. I think they move it around. Okay, but, gotcha. But go on. But anyways, yeah, so the security guard, like you said, uh, she's only 18. 
Uh, she sent a text via text now. The app. Damn, she don't look 18. Yeah, she do look super old. She looks 48. But she sent the uh, text message from a text message app, text now to a witness cell phone, which read mass shooting at 4 p.m. location Lollapalooza. We have 150 targets. Uh, she also created a fake Facebook page under the name Ben Scott and wrote a post that said massive shooting. Okay. Massive shooting at Lollapalooza, Grant Park, 6 p.m. Both messages were reported to the FBI and a analysis was able to trace the post back to the security guard. They don't fucking play around with that shit. Yeah, not at all. When it comes to a mass shooting, a bombing, things like that, yeah, they're not playing. They're going to get to the fucking root, which lets me know that they can get down to anything they want. They just let a lot of shit go. But um, let's get back to the root. What the fuck? Just don't come in. <laughs> Work is never that bad, fam. Just call <laughs> in sick. Yeah, or just play sick while you're there. She was already at work when this happened. So you could have been you could have said my stomach hurt. I gotta go home. I got a headache. I got a family emergency. My it's so many other You could options. make some shit up. You could not have a child. My son just my son is sick. Right. So what? so many other ways. But instead, you decided to create a fake Facebook and send posts out about a fake mass shooting. So now she's facing a felony. Right. Felony charges, not charge. Charges. I was say, uh, charge of making a false terrorism threat, which is a felony, like you said. And they held her on bond for 50000 That's five racks. You got to pay that. Yeah, man, that's tough. That's tough. But uh, I'm looking at the comments just to be funny really quick. They said, girl, you could have just said you had diarrhea. <laughs> no for real like and we weren't even looking at the comments right, exactly. at first and, and we had that idea right. that's why i wanted to just say that because I, I thought that was funny just be sick i don't get it they said she would have been better off just walking off the job and showing up the next day literally facts bro because not only are you fired now no now you're going to jail you know but i mean like <laughs> not only are you fired you're going to jail yeah but if you would have made up a fake you know, illness. The most you had to deal with was getting caught and actually just being fired. Right. Now you're fired with a felony. $5,000 just to get out. And you're only 18. And you're going to have to go back to make sure those charges stay. Oh, 18. Your first year legal? You're 18. First offense, they finna hit you hard. Hopefully. They're not going to hit her hard. I was going to say, they may let you off if it's your first offense. They're they going to let her off, but they're going to let her off with an, a, a, a minor yes, a minor be. deferred adjudication. Absolutely. No, she's not getting off. She's not going to go do jail time for this. Yeah. I, I doubt. And now, Chicago, I don't know. I don't know what it's like there, but uh, if we're in Texas and I believe that we wouldn't do jail time for yeah. the fake threat, first offense, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. She may just get a huge fine. A huge fine. They're going to fine her two, three Gs. Community service hours, about 600 hours on some shit. Um, she's going to be doing like suspended license till you're 21. You know what's crazy? When they do Lollapalooza next year, she's not going to be able to be a security guard. She's going to be outside picking up trash <laughs> <laughs> for community service. <laughs> Bro, it's just the way you said that I shit. <laughs> She's back, y'all, but she's, she's picking she's up trash. Outside, picking out trash. <laughs> that is fucking insane. They moved it to the janitorial duties. That's funny. That's unfortunate, fam. Yeah, that is very unfortunate. But yeah. I don't feel bad. Nah, nah, bro. You, like you can't, you can't do that. That was an it. That was. 
that was an ignorant move. Yeah, you, you just can't. lack of knowledge got you there. You can't do. You that, can't bro. be. That's. I don't want to use the word stupid. Yeah, but ignorant. it's not not stupid. Yeah, <laughs> ignorant was a good good choice though. And, and like, yeah, like you said, going back to just the uh, the FBI shit because I wanted to just tap into that a little bit. Um, we're not as like we think we have privacy and and you may have these blocks up and if you do some shit some bullshit they are coming to your door listen who who the fuck do you think made these little vpns <laughs> like bro it, they can get whatever they want to get you know what i'm saying they can get past whatever it is they want to get past yeah. if you made it they let you make it All right i don't care what it is rob steal <laughs> murder what if you made it they let you make it Thanks. unless yeah. you was just no face no case good now nah, have you was just good with the no face no case or if you uh just a former uh fbi agent yourself and you went awol on some shit and you know the game you know the raps former cia well cia yeah. they gonna they gonna, they gonna come knock that don't they be the best criminals though Usually, yeah. Until until the actual CIA or FBI comes and runs mm-hmm. down on you and knocks that down. <laughs> oh yeah, and they killing you. Once you uh, go, once you go AWOL from those organizations, you gotta die. You go rogue from one of those. That's yeah. why. That's why you see niggas head over to Russia because facts. you're gonna die. Yeah, they're, like, they're gonna kill you. They're gonna knock that block off. Yeah, facts. What are we talking about? No, they're I, not. No, nah, bro. No, they're not. No, nah, they're, they're great never. people. I was gonna say our government. Oh my. They wouldn't ever. Our government, the best government in the world. Stand up guys, yeah, like bro. I've met a couple of them. Genuine, great guys. Oh my goodness, have you met Phil? Bro, what did he tell you about Jack? Oh my God, Jack. Bro, no, Phil's 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 a good guy though, bro. Really oh my God, I went to church with Phil. I swear to God. Oh my no, Kari. <laughs> Kari keeps trying to get me in that shit. Like earlier in pre pod. I made up a really big lie. Don't make me swear to God on lies and then my put fault. me in front of thousands, nigga. My fault. My fault. Swear to God was a little too much. Now I'm a liar in front of all these fucking... Nah, bro. Ain't, ain't no... Nah. Fuck. It's all good. My fault. It ain't no my fault. Ain't no hold up. Shut up. Ain't no hold up. Shut up. Ain't no hold up. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Kanye no was on that nigga's sways. I Ain't no hold up. Uh, shout ain't out no hold up. Shout out Phil, uh, Phil, Phil Jackson. That's his name. Phil Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And and Jack Jack Dorsey. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. My fault. <laughs> My fault. Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yes, sir. Wow. Shout out to them niggas, man. That shit. That nigga told me on the elevator, bro. That bro. shit changed my life. <laughs> and Jonah Hill. Oh my God, Jonah Hill. Bro. Damn. Yeah, I just can't wait to get big enough to, to make up <laughs> niggas like that. Right, bro. Just make up shit. Real talk. We we definitely talked to Phil Jackson though. Yeah, real talk. Um, <clears throat> let's move on though. We knew it. Yeah, bro. We could have seen this coming from from miles away. We knew it, Kari. So, it buzzed our phone on Saturday morning. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson had split up. Ooh. That might have been Friday night, Saturday morning, something like that. Yeah. But it's been confirmed that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian are no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they said um, they just want to be friends. So this was a source said that um, Pete has those kids tattooed on him. Yeah. They said that the reason for the split, uh, there's still a lot of love and respect for each other, but they found that the long distance in their demanding schedules 
made it really difficult to maintain a relationship. Can I tell you what happened? Talk to me. Kim Kardashian split up from Kanye West. Right after that, Pete Davidson said, this is an incredible time for me to get in here. Mm -hmm. Fuck this girl. I've always wanted to fuck and change my life forever. This nigga has turned... He was always like he was always pretty big. He's the tip of the top of the A list now. Mm-hmm. He has a brand new show with Amazon on the way. Stand um, up, right? Like stand up? No, no, no. He's got specials. He has a sitcom on the way. Okay, I think we talked about it, but I just can't remember. Uh, and I'm not sure if you want to call it a sitcom or if it, he has like he has a new show scripted. Okay, on the way. That's interesting. All off the the ass. Of this. The post-Kardashian, yeah. So, look, this this is my, my theory here. I'm going to just tell you, and it's on the same shit that you want. Um, I think they just, the contract ran out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we, saw, was, we saw some other contracts run out earlier yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. The contract just ran uh, It was nine months. I think they had a nine-month contract, and it's over. They both got what they wanted. Kim got more... Um, news surrounding her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More fame. Them niggas was at the Met Gala. That fucking Hulu show is right off the ground now. Right. They was at the Met Gala, bro. They was on SNL, like everything, you know. So Kim got what she wanted. P got what he wanted. And it's. They were both over. on a promo run. Yes. And it's over now. I never believed in this shit from the jump. It was weird, like we said. Whoa. I never believed in their relationship, bro. That shit was just weird. It was rocky. In a Kim Kardashian way. Now that I'm thinking about it, Car, you could play the divorce and Pete into promo for the new Kardashians Hulu show. Absolutely, the the and, keep keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, because they dropped the sh- not dropped they, dropped they the, ended the, the show on yeah. Bravo and started on Hulu, mm-hmm. Car. And it's not I don't put this past Kim Kardashian one fucking percent that she would use those type of things to promo. She even Kanye said, either. Yeah, she kind of even said it at the jump. She was like, when when her and Kanye first split, she just wanted some dick. She didn't say that, but yeah, she 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 didn't say that. She but didn't yes. say those exact words, but she said like, I just really wanted to just find somebody to have sex with, and it just happened to be Pete Davidson. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say like from the jump, it was just always weird to me. But I mean, we see these things happen all the time, so I wasn't just like shook in that aspect. Um, but yeah, this was just weird, man. I mean. If, if it was a contract, I think both sides won. So, you know, you got to. Oh, Pete feel definitely good. won. No, yeah. Pete, Pete definitely won. Yeah, you got to feel good about that, though. Like, if you are Pete, um, you definitely got to feel good about that. Does Kim go back to Kanye West? Fuck no. That's, that shit is over. That ship has sailed, bro. Sailed, brother. I'm not. It has nothing to do with me, and I don't care whether they get back yeah, together or not. Like same. I'm a Kanye fan. I don't need Kanye and Kim for me to continue to be a Kanye fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I wanted to ask. I think Kanye wants it. Kim, I don't think Kim goes back. I don't think Kim goes back. You don't think that like Kim just needed a little break? Um, nah. Man, think, that'd be the worst. Girls will do that to you, too. I know. I They'll just, get a new nigga, fuck a little bit, and then just try to bring their ass back. No, don't bring that pussy back over bro, here. Let's let's talk about it. It gets... it gets <laughs> Because that pussy was a prize when you left. Right. 
That is not a prize anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, that, that's all, that's nah, all I, I really saying, had nah, to I was it. just letting you have it. Like, nah, yeah, like, that shit happens, unfortunately. But, um, but no, I don't think... I don't think they get back together, bro. I think at this point now uh, they're they're kind of both um, in different spaces now. Um, you know, it's been nine months, like we said. So I think Kim. I don't want to say moved on, but I just think Kim is not going to retract back to that situation with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Imagine niggas putting dick in your prize. It hurts, doesn't it? I just had to take a moment of silence, bro. I'm I know, sorry. like my stomach just knotted up. No facts. It sucks. I don't even know how I would keep food down. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it. Like, how could I keep my food down <laughs> if that were to happen to me? There's, there's no way. Not solid food. No, no way. You're not keeping solid food down. No, no way. I'm just drinking smoothies. Liquids, soups. Yeah. Um, you, you're doing, you're doing ramen, but you're not actually eating the noodles. Just the hot soup part. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's the worst. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's get out of there. Life's been tough for Kanye. Um, yeah, man. Shit. Speaking of noodles, Brittany Griner has been sentenced to nine years in Russian prison for zero point seven grams of THC. Um, where was the uh, where was the transition? I'm, I'm losing it. The the noodles. What? Noodles. Jail, like Jail? commissary. Okay. okay, okay. Come on now. <laughs> see, that's how you like, know. See, look, that's how you I know. was like, hold on, mm-hmm. where, where are we going with this? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I niggas, got you. niggas in jail, like, if they have people that love them, mm-hmm. they're not eating jail food. They're eating commissary. Bro, have you seen some of the spreads niggas be making in jail? Yes. I, it, I don't. I'm gonna just say this. I, I hope I never. I, was gonna, I never want to go. I was to gonna say, Kari, just <laughs> keep shit in line, right? Like, and you'll never eat one of those. Yeah, <laughs> right. Niggas pouring the hot waters in the bag, pressing it down. I'm talking about sp- like that. Don't even go like hot Cheetos with the with the noodles with the uh, with the Kit Kats and Snicker bars. And then they putting it all in the bag, hot water, pressing the shit down to where it's all one thing. Rolling it down, like eating it, like putting toppings on it, like it's a pizza and yeah, shit, bro. Yeah, it's a spread. It's a spread. Um, I know niggas that eat their noodles like a spread, uh, and that's fucking gross. Facts. I know niggas that have never even been to jail that eat their noodles like a spread, facts. just based off of motherfuckers they know, mm-hmm. and that's gross. Yeah, because when niggas get out, they still eat like that. And, yeah, and but people, and people see it and then they start eating like that. I'm just like, that's people weird. on. I see TikTok trends of people making. Like jail foods and things like that. Like, no. Say why? We are not in there. (laughs) I was gonna say why. They teach you that when you're inside. You don't have to do that shit. I don't want to know how to do anything in jail if I'm on the outside. Niggas that made pizza out of noodles. They putting fucking cheese whiz and shit on it as toppings. Like the spray cheese. Fuck. I guess you got to get it. However, but it'll be like mayo on top, cheese whiz on top, like. They cutting like Eckerd sausage pieces, <laughs> throwing on pizza. I'm about to throw up. <laughs> that nigga said pizza. Bees like that, okay? Like don't go to don't go yeah, there. Just don't go, man. If I say if you don't want it like that, don't go. Yeah. I saw some other thing. Uh, this is kind of like not in there, but people were talking about like how people want to be this, this, that, that gang, gang, like and doing whatever they want to do, uh, and. Then they showing videos and pictures of niggas homies getting popped in the neck, not moving from the neck down, but you want to be a gangster. Right. Like, don't go to jail if you don't want to eat that shit. Facts. 
don't move around like that if you're not willing to to take your fucking neck down not moving for yeah. the rest of your life. Trust like me. Things, yeah, Trust me. I learned that at a, at an early age. Yeah. Like, I said, oh, that's what they do to, to <laughs> people on the inside? Yeah, I never want to go there. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, niggas are getting poked quick. No, I don't. Niggas, think think about it shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. and I ain't even in there. Right. Like, niggas is getting poked over noodles. Like, on some shit like I gave you a pack of noodles, so now you owe me. You don't have it when I need. Niggas is getting poked up over 20 cents on the outside. <laughs> real real shit. Facts. Like some shit that costs less than a quarter out here. Niggas is poking niggas in it, dying. Yeah, that shit wild as fuck, bro. Real life, uh, what they call them? Oodles and noodles babies. <laughs> Hell yeah, zoom zoom and wham whams, oodles and noodles, all nah, that shit. That shit crazy, but yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to have no poking done to me whatsoever. No sir, I don't even want to get poked on Facebook. I don't even want no Glock Dookie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bro. I hit that nigga with that Glock Dookie. That Glock Dookie, but nah. Going back to. <laughs> Going back to Brittany Griner being sentenced Brittany nine Griner. years in prison because we really wanted to to talk about absolutely this. yes sir so um, we told y'all from the jump when this shit first happened when she was first arrested over there that uh, it was gonna have to be a process the due process like you said so right we told y'all it was it was gonna we we're, were gonna get to this point where she was going to be sentenced we, we told heard y'all. there were deals on the table but we even said before yes there's gonna be sentencing there's gonna be court proceedings. You don't have to disregard the sentencing, but it doesn't necessarily mean everything because there's still negotiations outside of court proceedings mm-hmm. that take precedent over that. These courts, uh, these court proceedings just have to happen first as formality. Yep. Like you said, just due process. So uh, the reason why we're putting emphasis on that is because. Over the weekend when it was announced, uh, when she got sentenced. Oh, um, shit, y'all pissed me off this weekend. Oh, y'all are pissing me off, too. They're fam. still pissing me off. Oh, just let her go. How? You're just going to, y'all going to let her ride for nine years? So, look, first off. No. First off, like you said when we talked about it, y'all don't even really care like that. Obviously, yeah, number one, you, number one, yes, like you said, you y'all don't give a fuck that much. Care, like, bro. you don't know her and you don't care yeah. that much about, about Brittany Griner. Number two, if you haven't cared enough to read to know what actually needs to take place before a deal can get her out, you don't care about her. You ain't even been reading. I was going to say, you just reading uh, just the, the, the headline headlines. came through. Headlines. The headline That's it. came through and it said, Brittany Griner, breaking news, sentenced to nine and a half years in prison or whatever, and, and you shit the bed. Y'all shit, <laughs> y'all shit on yourself and y'all thought the world was over. They definitely shit the bed, man. And it's like, bro, like this, this was, it had to happen this way. They, they weren't, we can't do a negotiation, a trade off like we're trying to do without her being sentenced. It just can't happen. Like, because she was arrested legally by that, by, by that government laws, or whatever right. it was, they have to finish whatever it is. That's like, say somebody got arrested in the United States today for a drug charge and he bails out for 5,000 and never goes back to court just ever. It just ends there. It can't happen. Yes, we can get bail 
but he has to go through the court process yep. to find like it just there's certain things that have to go on of course this country's different but there's certain things that has to go on before someone can be completely clear she had to go through this full court process in russia before they're able to work out a negotiation Oh, I say if you really was following them, that's how that's how I just know like y'all y'all haven't been following along like we have. Um, we told y'all when she first got arrested that they were gonna give her ten years. We said that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that um, was the projection, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> but besides the point. So yes, Brittany Griner was sentenced to nine years Russian prison, but she's not going to do. Nine she's years. not doing no nine years. She's not going to do a year. I was going to say, God willing, but she's not going to do that time, guys. God um, willing and and probability wise, she'll be sitting she'll be sitting on her couch on Christmas Day. I hope so. I hope so for sure. I I I wholeheartedly believe that if we've already established both parties, we want this, we want this, and we're able to come to agreement, she's going to be sitting at her fucking table on Thanksgiving Day. Oh boy, that'll be lovely. I mean, I won't say she'll be hooping. I'm not. <laughs> I think they season to be over, anyways. I don't know when they season in. They they started, didn't they start like right after uh right after the NBA finals, something like that. Yeah, but you know they they season don't last long. It'll probably be over by Thanksgiving. Oh, okay, maybe I don't know. I don't I don't know the length of the yeah. WNBA season, and I'm not going to be disrespectful to yeah. it. I guess it. Me neither. But um, but outside of that, bro. So like I said, this this had to happen. So now we can work through the negotiations. Yes. All the deals that are already on the table. So they're still working on that. They just they're really just working through the the kinks of the deal. We already got the names. We know. Who we want they know who they want they added a new nigga to that they list did. though we I'm just have that. to confirm whether we're gonna that. get that nigga away. i know that's what but, i'm saying so yeah the first deal that we talked about when we were gonna give them that one person they were gonna give us Brittany and the other guy i can't think of his name we, i'm sorry um but the, they, the, the the arms guy right but now they've added another guy that we have so they want to do a two for two trade-off mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean so, fair of course but it's just like damn what, what did this nigga get locked up for i don't know the seconds story to be completely honest they have us in such a spot that it doesn't matter facts if yeah. because if joe biden and the united states government were to say no on the moral standpoint nigga they're gonna light his ass on fire if they say no and then russia would just be like okay well fine and they will i know and they'll just shut and they're the type to be like be no more negotiations. Yeah, and they're the type to be like, well, you didn't take our negotiation this time. We don't want a second negotiation. <laughs> oh man, that's just scary. She I'm, sits here. I was gonna say I'm I'm laughing just because of the like seriousness uh, of the situation. Their not, foot is I'm on not, our neck. Yeah, I'm not laughing at the situation there, but they got their foot on our neck. Yeah, that's scary. That's fucking scary. Of course, we could they could ask for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> of course our administration. You, you would hope like they would never do that shit in that situation. You would hope like if they do say no, it's for because we want to add this or maybe work out something here. But if they just said no, like fuck it, like no, we're not doing but that shit. The thing know. about it is, at a certain point, we have to protect the integrity and the safety of the United States. Exactly, it's a risk to let like say somebody got too dangerous. Right, I understand who you guys have. But it might be a little too dangerous. And that's why I was saying about the second guy that, that Russia is now asking He's a murderer, for. I thought, right? Something. That's why I'm saying. I don't know exactly. I think he's a murderer. But it's like, hold on now. We can't just, you know, he's locked up for a reason. Even the first guy, like, yeah, it was just like smuggling on some, some weapon shit. But motherfuckers are locked up for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So 
we'll just see where it goes from here, man. But um, still, just once again, like we keep saying, continue praying for Brittany. Um, it's looking like she'll be home before the end of the year, like you said. She's coming home. Um, but yeah, this this was uh, this had to happen, guys. So just start reading. Stop reading the headlines. Actually, do your own research. Look into the initiative if you want to be educated, because the headlines is only going to give you so much. Or shut the fuck up. Yeah, if you really don't care about a situation, bro, like just leave it alone. No, or if you just not, if you're not listening, if you're not paying attention, and you're just listening off of or reading headlines, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like keep your comments in your head. Like I get it's your Twitter, you could tweet whatever. Shut up. No, nah, yeah. Like no, we don't, we don't give a fuck. No, I agree. Um, <clears throat> so, sorry that I have to tell you guys that. No, nah, but gotta keep it real here. Listen. Man. Like, we can always keep it real with you. Listening is key. But uh, we can move on to, I think we have one more topic in here. So it came to our attention that Shaquille O'Neal's son, Shakir, he actually filed for his own trademark for his name and likeness, to which uh, I guess he was going to try to use that for businesses, um, He's um, retail, any types of things. Yeah, uh, more like NIL because he just signed. Uh, he's actually at Texas Southern. Okay, well, he, yeah, he's he's on a basketball. Oh, he's, he's trying to make his college bread. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, college yeah. students can make bread. He's trying to get his bread. Yep. Um, Shaq's company said, yeah, no, they denied his trademark for his uh, his likeness and his uh, his name. Now that sounds a little weird. There was a social media controversy just because it sounded like it was some dad versus son shit. Right. But I'm able to read a little bit more into it. But go ahead, Corey. No, I was just going to say, like, I was going to touch on that. Um, this is not a, a father and son beef. Not at all. Guys, if, if you know the relationship that Shaq has with his family and his sons, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I think it's more on just, like, uh, maybe something in the long run. I know you're going to get into it. Or maybe, like, the name was just too close to Shaq's name. Like, it's more of just, Definitely. like, it was just something that couldn't be done, like, business-wise. It's not saying that, oh, I don't want you to eat. Shaq takes care of his people. You know what I'm saying? That's that's obvious. We know that. Um, so, yeah, people just always get on here. And once again, they not reading, bro. People are not reading what's really being said in the article. They just see the headline. You get into the comment section and you just say crazy stuff. And I just we, we just need to stop doing that. Yeah, I'm just going to actually see if I can get to the actual actual. I saw there might have been a reason but what I was saying uh, before was that more than likely the name Shakir is far too close to the name Shaquille or Shaq right. Shaq. to where this name can't be trademarked for its name and likeness because it's already far too close it's to already, Shaq. Yeah, I was going to say it's already trademarked for Shaq. Wow. Likeness. And I was right, guys. That's what it says. I'm, yeah. I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. On July 15th, ABG filed a notice of opposition against Shakir's application, meaning Shaq's holding company has issued a complaint that essentially blocks his son's trademark registration due to their names being so similar that it would cause confusion. Look, look, how, look how fast you pulled that up. Like, that shit took you like two minutes. Like, but no. Yeah, it was such like controversy on Twitter, on Instagram. The shade room comments was fucked up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's just obvious. I mean, we we were just guessing, but we were smartly guessing at you know what could 
be the factor with that. And that just makes sense, of course. Applicant's mark is the same or a close approximation of the shack marks and applicant's mark is confusingly similar to opposers shack mark in sight, sound and commercial impression. Oh, OK. Yeah. Duh. That was easy. <laughs> I was going to say that was like, easy. Yeah, that, we saw that. Like we didn't like, even like, have to read on that one. I was going to say we didn't even, bro. We barely even use any brain power. Hell no! I know he could do his son like that. Shut <laughs> up, man. I'd be sick of that, bro. And it's like it's it's like we want that to be the reason so bad. That's why I hate it. Why would he be beefing with? Like, I, and I'm like, why do we want to turn a successful black man against his family or his son or just anybody so bad? It's like we we want the negative so bad, bro. And I'd be like, oh, I don't be getting it, fam. Yeah, I'm I'm going over some of the comments now. I'm actually getting pissed off looking at it, but yeah, that'd be tripping, fam. Yeah, the shade room comments are uh, it get crazy in the shade room comments. Those comments, <laughs> I'm gonna are, just say that those comments are pure trash. Yeah, I'm gonna just say that, bro. That's that's what I'll say. Those comments are trash. Yeah, sometimes they be funny, but yeah, most of the time it be people just talking about bullshit. Sometimes they're funny. Yes, yeah. but most of them I don't even. Yeah, but I, I don't entertain. I don't entertain most of that shit. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, Shaq is always looking out for his people, um, his sons specifically. Obviously, you know they're trying to follow their passion within basketball um Sha- Shakir that's how it's pronounced mm-hmm. Shakir being that Texas Southern and then you know um what's the what's the oldest name uh, please don't do this I know right bro now. why the fuck that I can't remember his name but he's he was with the Lakers in the G League yeah but, we, uh, we just saw him uh bro, what is his name no, yeah, we're, we're going to find it. Sharif. Yeah, Sharif. Like, I couldn't think of that. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know how the hell we couldn't think of Sharif. Yeah, but Sharif just signed, like, a deal with, um, like, a G League team or something like that, I think. So, yeah, everybody's just trying to follow their their passions, and Shaq has been supporting them. He has a 25-year-old son named Miles that doesn't hoop? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Is he with um, Shawnee? I don't know. He's right here with all of the other kids. Because I don't, yeah, I've never seen him before. I've only known Sharif and uh, Shakir. But needless to say, man, Shaq is always taking care of his family, bro. So y'all, y'all, y'all just need to stop that. Yeah, relax. Um, yeah. I don't think I have anything else for you. Uh, no, yeah. That was really all that I had, bro. All right, man. Uh, that was a long-ass pod. Two yeah. hours? Sheesh. Yeah, that was well, a good one, though. Yeah, man. We got to it on y'all ass. Um, I'd like to thank y'all for checking in, for tuning in, for listening, for watching. Keep rocking with the Rising Ground podcast. This was episode 164. It's your boy Roderick. Young Car, we checking out. All right, man, we out of here. You got me so good. I can't even live without that good. You're so super good Yeah I've been waiting for you all my life Took a love and everything went right You're the water on my knees When they try to get between us I just hit the bar and we fly Yeah Damn. Can't nobody do it quite this good So easy to get misunderstood You're the sun is in the morning You Tend to lift me up, I jump back and hit the Jordan Cause you got me so good
My new bitch Croatian I might take a skate I might give her babies This a hairy frog I got hella cars I Benz on the east coast Beam in the garage I am not signed You wake up at nine I wake up at six Get back on the grind Good job here, you're doing good 